Gotham is ashes. You have my permission to die. Oh, what are you doing, Skinny? What are you doing, you fat piece of shit? Where's he going? What's that fat piece of shit doing now? Oh, shit. Scary face. <laughs> you have to when you do a Batman voice, it's not just you go. Argh. See, that's the thing. But you have to speak, stick your lips out like scary face. Because Christian Bale makes such a weird <laughs> autistic does. looking face. <laughs> he makes duck lips Jeez. whenever he uses Maybe his Batman you. voice. God, what do you it? do your scary voice? Well, because my instinct is, I have to remember, because my instinct is basically do like this. <laughs> what the hell? But that's the wrong voice. It's really, oh, it's really. That's actually a better Bane voice than actual Bane. <laughs> no, it's like because when you talk when you're when you're when he's Batman, it's it's deeper and it's like from. It's, well, the, you basically have to do an Alec Baldwin impression. The Bane voices talk like you know. What are you like, talking about? <laughs> That one, okay, well, okay, so this Hey, everybody, it's the Boy Hattie Podcast. This is our Dark Knight Returns... Wait, what's it called? <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing. I, I keep calling Diddy Kong Racing because I see DKR, D-K-R yeah. up on uh, Twitter. I'm like, oh, everyone's playing Diddy Kong Racing. That's right. Um, This is our Dark Knight Races spoiler cast. We won't well, be talking about uh, spoilers. Well, yes. actually, we probably won't even be talking we'll about We'll save the, the until spoilers the end of the, the podcast. Yeah. yeah, so people who have not seen the movie... Or don't give a shit, which that's completely, you know. It's valid. Movie's not that great. It's okay to not care about a man who dresses like a bat so he can punch people. Yeah, you can wait till it comes out on home video and you see it for free on Netflix in October, <laughs> and you're not gonna be missing on that much. So oh, I disagree. that's our uh, anyway. We'll, we'll talk about that on the did back you see end. Did you in fake IMAX like I did? Did you no. go to Lloyd Center? No, we'll talk about it on the back end. I'm just saying that's not a spoiler. Well, fake just, IMAX bullshit. Well, the reason why I didn't That's go where you to saw the Spider-Man Regal though, right? Lloyd Center, I enjoy it. It's still a good sound. No, it's sound not sound bad. System. It's still, no, it's the not sound IMAX. is actually what blows it. Yeah. yeah. The screen it's is still IMAX. nice, too. It's not yeah. bad. Yeah. It's just, I expected, like, the three-story foot tall No. It's screen. like a third of the size of... It's, still, it's bigger read, than any of the screens. Did you ever read, read, read Enz's, uh, how do you say his name? Aziz Ansari's um, thing on IMAX? He wrote a thing? He wrote a thing, like, two years ago. No. It was basically just going off. We went to go see a movie, and it was billed as being IMAX. IMAX yeah. And it was... Because yeah. it, it is such a huge size discrepancy that I don't yeah. think most people... I think so few people have actually seen a real IMAX That's production. The thing. They don't care or realize yeah. what the difference is. Because the fake IMAX is still a lot bigger than a normal screen. Yeah. But it's but still... you pay five dollars for it. That's the thing. Well, here's the thing. I did not go to see that because I actually enjoy that, and I will pay five dollars more because I'm already getting reamed and going to the movie theater. I yeah, I just paid like yesterday. Know? I paid fourteen dollars for popcorn and Junior Mints, which exactly. I didn't even eat. They're actually right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give me those. Anyway, um, no, <laughs> I don't go to the Regal Lloyd Center because they, um, uh, for those of the, y'all who are not in the Portland area, it's a really good theater. It's where I normally went, but it's... they closed all of their parking exits except for one. What? So it is this giant parking lot that seats about, gosh. Yeah, it's huge. Like, the I parking lot's bigger than the actual theater itself, yeah. yeah. and there's one exit or entrance. Yeah. When I went to go see Spider-Man, it took us 20 minutes to exit the parking lot. And the reason why is that the bus, the, the max line stops near it. So yeah. people have been parking there and then going to take transit. Oh, that's not a bad idea, actually. Because well, the transit stop is, totally is literally illegal. a foot and a half away from... It is illegal. Yeah. So uh. they, they tried to make okay, it less that, accessible. Just, yeah. So you're 
Excuse me. So you're only going to use it. You're beautiful. Lady. I know, right? I'm a vision. For all, yeah, all the bra- people who might be listening to the podcast for the first time because of our Portland Mercury write up are horrified. <laughs> I really so yeah. Um, uh, the one of the local um alternative weeklies, the Portland Mercury, had a great little article on podcasts and local yeah. podcasts. And um, uh, they we were called out as one of the local podcasts. Oh, yeah, we're is... we're assuming this is entirely due to uh, our friend. Was it, was it Court or Fat Boy? Which one do you think boy. it was? It was Fat, Fat boy. boy. Yeah, Fat Boy's our friend. Cause ain't no one listening to this podcast. <laughs> we love the three people who do. We're not. We love. I love you guys. But this is it. Who, if you're listening, there's like literally two other people listening to this podcast. <laughs> And we might get one or two more people just checking in, going, "Oh, they got a lovely write-up in the Portland Mercury." Well, what's great is that the is local that this paper... week's the one that just yeah. came out on Wednesday. Oh, so like I should go grab one before they all get used as toilet papers by the homeless. <laughs> What's that? What happens? The only state, like the, the, the it's only a state weekly. Of the is, what? It's a weekly. Yeah. So it comes out weekly, and then it goes away. That's it's how like it works. Two days because people read it. It's a no, great paper. Fucking, I see the hobos with a handful <laughs> of that magazine. I love. I love the Merc for many reasons. Which one's the shitty one? Is the Merc or the good one? Well, well, now it's the good one because they wrote us up. <laughs> the Merc is the more entertaining. Of the the Willy Week's the bullshit one. Right? The Willy Week is the one that's um, more has more of a. I would say that the Willy Week is probably the way I perceive it is the Willy Week is where I read when I want to actually like you know be intellectual learn something but the Mercury is what I actually read every week it's a little bit like got... the onion where they got like the snarky articles about like oh, TV yeah. shows it's like one shit. day at a time which is my favorite gossip column in the world written by a local fictional that. person Anne oh, Romero since I read the Mercury Anne Romero oh, is my favorite oh did she see Dylan is like doing review, uh, theater reviews I yeah. think it's from the Mercury yeah it is from the Mercury yeah. anyway back to our point this is a boy howdy trifecta this week <laughs> in the Portland Mercury and... back to our point here Um, yeah the Merc featured us and they described us as wit what is it like? Which like a uh, uh, whip smart and ear splitting? Yeah, we know which which one of us is which part of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta go recite some Shakespeare now. <laughs> I gotta be. But what's great is that I never talk at work about my podcast. But I had nine people, nine of my coworkers, come up and go, "What's this boy Howdy?" Because it's got I your real name mentioned it. in the thingy. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was just really funny because my they were all like, "What is this?" And these are people to whom a first they I had to explain to yet, right? what a podcast is. Oh, really? How old are these? people? Well, I mean, my coworkers are not people. I mean, <sighs> I only knew what a podcast was. I know like people are like year fifty ago. years old who host podcasts. That's not really an excuse. Well, if you do not if you do not live the the digital music device lifestyle, you don't necessarily have. Oh, well, I know. I can appreciate it. My parents know what the fuck. Also, if you're not a super are. web savvy person, eh, you know. still. Mm. Yeah. Mm. These are also people that I have to explain achievement points to and why I what give a shit. Ex- what do you even mention Chivo's? Well, because my wife is always making fun of me about it. She's like, oh, and then because of like topic at work. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I know I had a number of coworkers. Ear splitting? What does that mean? Did you? T- well, how did? You, what did you say when you told them like what we talk about? I said nerd shit. I said, well, the easiest way to describe it is just like internet radio. Yeah. That like you listen to your on your iPod. Oh yeah, because yeah. you know we're just dorks who talk about what we feel strongly about. I can see people being confused. Like people want people well, see, no that? one has people listen to that. See, to to my, oh, my peers' credit, all of them have said, oh, that's really cool. Because none of them. What else actually, are you gonna say? That's well, no, 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 not a one of them asked me what I talk about because they know me. Yeah. I you have to understand that I talk to them about Skyrim. You know, oh, they okay. know what oh, I'm so talking about. Okay, 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 okay. My coworkers are all very cool people who tolerate my bullshit. What was the the the? So you were playing Dawn Guard this week? 
Because I saw in the show yeah. notes you edited it, and I didn't... I, I took you... Like, you made some notes, and I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> it was like a crazy person, and I had to look it up what the Dawn Karen. Oh, the Soul Karen. The Soul Karen. What the hell is Are that? Are we going to go on to that? Jesus Christ, we're hopping right through this. Oh, we no. were talking about something before we started talking about the Mercury. We never got to finish it. Oh, I can't remember. Batman. We're ta- oh, Batman. we were talking about going to see IMAX movies. Fake oh, yeah. IMAX. Oh, and you were talking about the parking... Yeah. We're just talking about Portland shit no one gives a fuck. <laughs> except for the two Portland people who read the Mercury for giving us a chance for the first time right now yeah. thinking, I love all this Portland talk. You're yes, looking That sounds good. <laughs> Friends, I'm going to take a moment and just say how so much I appreciate each and every one of you. You're not going to say anything about Batman right now. Close yeah, your mouth. You know I was gonna Close your mouth. Because I can see you thinking real hard. There's a cameo in that movie Close where your I mouth. was like... Close your mouth. We'll talk about it on the back end. Mike is... Dear Lord. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm going to talk about Dongard. So I'm continuing my playthrough of Skyrim. <laughs> so, it sounds like Dongard. <laughs> I can't get over it. So, I... Th- this the is thing the $20 is, expansion for Skyrim that everyone I think it's like hates. 15 bucks. Are you a vampire? Oh. No. 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 You can become a vampire in that You can't. I don't want to be a or vampire. Or you can enhance your werewolf shit. Yes. I did so that. you became who's the guy from Twilight who looks like the the, the llama? <laughs> Jacob. He does slightly so rem- resemble an alpaca. Yeah, oh that's what it is. Yes. Well technically I'm team Jacob too. <laughs> did you get cured? Are you still a werewolf? Oh yeah, I'm still a werewolf. Why? Only for the simple reason yeah, that I didn't clothes back on after you turn into a well, werewolf. Well I never turn into a werewolf. I just am a werewolf and then I don't get diseases. That's the only oh, reason is that why I'm a werewolf. How you get and when you're a werewolf all the time. You get fit by but the only reason why I care is that people say, You don't look so good. You don't look so good, friend. Really? I never like, got you the part of doctor. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ! And then they're saying, all the guards are saying this to me. And I'm like, what is wrong? And they're all with Draculas, me? I guess. And you have to like look, <laughs> like go look through. So and what's weird is that you only know you have a disease by going into your magic and seeing what, what? magical effects are on. Are you, you playing with the Connect voice controls kicked in? Sort of. Supposedly that's supposed to help, like just like it's nice to sort your inventory. Yeah. But here's the problem with Connect controls so in video wait. games. My wife and I are sitting there talking about games as we're playing, yeah. which was really annoying during Mass Effect, because I'll say, blah, 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 Garrus, blah, 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 and then he'd trundle up, you know? <laughs> when I tried to do the voice commands with the shouts, because I thought, oh, that would be really great to be Does able to do... recognize it? Well, I kept saying shouts, and they would think I'd say other shouts. Oh. And even then, they only do the shout, like, three seconds after I've said it. Oh, so man. It's, that sucks. The only thing I do, I turn on connect... Inventory, sort by weight, and then I turn off connect. How do you? Is there an easy way to just turn off the connect? Not you say really. connect off, connect on, <laughs> connect go away, connect connect, connect. ignore me for the next five minutes, make me a hot dog, <laughs> connect, <laughs> clean the litter box, connect. connect. I'm gonna put my hand in my pants for a couple minutes. Don't look, don't look, don't look, connect. Don't, don't broadcast. Don't make eye contact with me, connect. Do not <laughs> judge me in this moment. Turn around, don't listen to me pee. <laughs> Internet meeting of John Mayonnaise, my bare hand. You understand me, right? Connect. Man, it's been so long. Internet where all cookies go. You know what? I was thinking would have been great to like to guarantee I get get my own like private space at the movie theater because yeah. Batman was gonna be super packed. Is I should have gone in there 
and with like a jar of mayonnaise filled with like vanilla pudding and eating with my bare hand. <laughs> just make sure like everyone's like, oh my god, that fat guy at the movie theater. I'm not sitting there. Yeah, next to him. So. There you go, Bill. That was just an idea. Just thinking about grotesque things you could there do. There you go. Anyway, Don. I was gonna talk about Don Guard. Don Guard. So Don Guard um, is. I'm enjoying it, but the thing is, is that the thing about Skyrim is you go and you're like, I'm gonna do X in Skyrim, but then you turn on Skyrim. You're like, I never explored this cavern. Oh, there's an undiscovered location on my map. Yeah. Oh, and then it's five <laughs> hours later. I still have not finished the the Don Guard narrative. Well, it's good. But I'm enjoying it quite For a bit. For twenty dollars, it better be pretty uh, expensive. I'm pretty sure it's only fifteen. Uh, anyway. Um, the one problem is, is that there's one magical place you get to go to called the Soul Cairn. Mm -hmm. The Soul Cairn, abstractly, intellectually, it sounds like neat level. Because it's like this in-between plane where damned souls go, governed by the ideal masters who have no corporeal form. Perhaps they are the crystals floating above us, is drawing that... strength when we walk by. Does this have anything to do with vampires or rules? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's it's part of the story. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, you go to the... But it's essentially a purgatory. It is a big, empty purgatory where there are souls wandering around, and there are three there types... Like a floor? There I, is. I picture, like, the world of Gozer the Gozerian is living in in Ghostbusters, where it's well, just, like, what flying is it called? clouds what and is shit. It, is it Black Marsh? Black... Well, the underground... The underworld level of Skyrim, you know? I don't know if I ever saw Have you never been there? That. Anyway. I only, quote unquote, only played the game for 20 hours. Well, I didn't get you know to how see the that. world is ginormous? Yeah. There is an underworld that's maybe a third the size of that world what? that you can find. It's I think like it's all called Black Like literally, Stone. like underground, like in tunnels. It's like and a shit? giant. You have to. You can, Fuck. There are all these maze like um, uh, dwarven ruins that you have to maneuver to find access to What's it. What's it called? It's called like Black. There's a listener I think right it's a now black water, shouting and I'm at the. About Game of Thrones. There's yeah. a listener at home shouting at their a Cairn computer. is a pile of stones. No, 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 no. It is called like that. And you're thinking the soul. No, cairn. you said the soul Cairn. I'm, I'm, what the fuck is a Cairn? Not oh. a Cairn. Soul Cairn soul, as in someone who named is Cairn. What? <laughs> you're looking at me like I just like farted in your in your name <laughs> <you're> Talking about. <laughs> Anyway, what? I thought you were Googling the thing. No, I was looking up. to see what a C-A-I-R-N is. Isn't it a pile of stones? Yeah. Well, it's like, so a soul cairn is like, we're... This is the soul, this well, is the well, ear-splitting part of the podcast. That, yeah! 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 Okay, so... <laughs> when I, I do that, me. I can't... I love us! I can't think we of what I said. We for the destroying of ears. Dear Lord. No, Dongard. Underground. <laughs> Purgatory sucks. On ground. No, it's just such oh, a bad... I, I mean, there are three different... There are three kinds of enemies that you can fight. There, it's all very samey looking because it's this purgatory like hell plane. Mm. Uh, it's purgatory like a giant. It's supposed to be boring, but that, yeah, no, that's. It doesn't make an interesting. Purgatory oh, does not bad. make for good level design. It's really bad. Even if you say it's purgatory, you still have to make it interesting. You can't just rely on the fact that it's purgatory. Yeah. It's supposed to be boring. And the thing is, it's all so What do you want? Oh, you want a poster on the wall? And I meet a guy and he's eh, like, oh, well, I'm the merchant here, but this is a hell plane and your human money has no value for me. Eh. You should collect soul husks and so I collect some soul husks and I go back to find him but I can't find him because it's a big formless void. Do you regret buying this now? No because all the other stuff is fun and okay. it's so I've talked is to the past. Is this just like one mission? 
It's this... no. It's oh, a series... so it's a whole environment that it's you're doing a, a whole. I mean, it's a whole narrative. Yeah. It's like a new narrative. You're doing arc. like there's whole quest threads. It's yeah. not just like a one off. Like go no. into this cave and come back. Oh or no, like not that. at all. But Ugh. this going to this Soul Cairn is an aspect of it, and the Soul Cairn is the only, arguably one of the the, the primary like new environments that you can explore, and it's Ugh. just lame ass lame. I'm sorry. About I, that. I I don't regret the whole thing. It's just like it's such it's a just weird... a bad aspect of the. Of I mean, the... you can tell these. It still was a lot of work, and it were for it to be more, they would have had to do. A lot more work, and yeah. they needed to put it out. But uh-huh. it's just not a very interesting level design. Did you play anything else this week? Because you've been busy. I'm buying a house. Yeah. I'm so I haven't been in. I'm still in buying a house mode. In fact, next week I'm going to take the week off uh, for Boy Howdy and Bill will talk Star Trek. Yeah, spoilers. Uh, uh, me, Dylan, Patrick, and Katie, we're going to do a sequel to our Star Trek podcast from a couple months ago, which is a uh, perfect timing because on Tuesday the first season of Star Trek: The Next Generation comes out on Blu-ray. That's right. We can talk a little about that, even though it's not going to be that interesting because it's just going to be watching the same shit we've been watching for the last 25 years. Yep, except now you can see Star everyone's Trek. nipples through their like super right. slinky skin-tight uniforms, which are really creepy to look at. Yeah, but anyway, um, I've been in full house-buying mode. I'm glad you at least you had uh, the soul cairn to keep you yeah. distracted from the house-buying bullshit. Pretty much. It's all good. I mean, at the end of it, I'm going to own property. It's, yeah. it's a good thing. I'm super bummed because this week uh, they, they're, they're, a game called Tony Hawk HD came out mm-hmm. on Xbox Live, and I was kind of pumped for that because I love the old uh, Tony Hawk games. Yeah. And uh, this Tony Hawk HD is... Uh, it's a compilation of a bunch of stages from the first two Tony Hawk games, which are great. Sure. Like, 15 years ago when that stuff yeah. came out, that was the shit. Yeah. And uh, this is a game where it takes some of those stages, remixes, and put it, puts them out on, on HD. But it turned out it was super buggy. There's only, Aww. like, six stages from those two games really? in this, like, 15... I think it's a $15 release, Aww. which that's bullshit. And, like, yeah. any other stages you get, it's all... It's, it, it's just... The whole game is just a buggy mess designed just to sell future stages as DLC. Because the kernel of the game that you buying is very tiny it doesn't work that well but it's just like we can pay five dollars to get two more stages here and like so uh that was a colossal disappointment seems to everyone on the internet was kind of like ugh. like the few people i saw online who actually went ahead and bought it were super disappointed so Mm. man i was like getting ready to like my wednesday i was like oh i'm gonna spend a wednesday playing this game i downloaded the demo it was so bad i was like oh fuck this shit that was my video game tragedy of the week yo man and i was at the mall yesterday when i went to go see batman i walked by the gamestop yeah fucking hate GameStop. But then I was like, oh, there's nothing good to play right now. I should buy that new Final Fantasy uh, theater rhythm game. Have mm-hmm. you heard about this? The, mm-hmm. the rhythm game that's all Final Fantasy songs? Yeah. And I was like... It's supposed to be really good. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. And I saw it, and it was $40. I'm like, I ain't spent $40 on a goddamn Final Fantasy rhythm game. Yeah. For some reason, I assumed... Like, iPhone games and shit have already corrupted me to the point that I, I'm thinking that game was going to be like 20 bucks. Yeah. Even though I know objectively, like most 3DS and DS games are 40 bucks, oh, sure. I couldn't believe that they were, especially for a game that's just a rhythm game for Final Fantasy games or for yeah. Final Fantasy music. I feel I really bad. I thought it would at bad. least be at $30. Or I something. feel really bad for the mobile market in particular because iPhone games and, and, and mobile phone games have totally cratered that, what your yeah. sense of value, yeah. which is ridiculous because I can't really compare. Like this little, you know, Dig Dug clone that I downloaded for 75 cents to a fully realized yeah. release like that. But, like, I can I can still throw down 60 bucks for a console game because it's a console game. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of, I'm going to get a Vita when the new Assassin's Creed game throw, comes out. But even then, I'm like, shit, am I going to drop, like, a couple of hundred bucks yeah. to play a mobile game? The terriblest thing I'm thinking about getting a 3DS XL when it comes out next month, too. <laughs> 
Just because it's so pretty and everything. Wait, did you hear about the the Assassin's Creed Liberation? Like, what the gist of that game is? Like, who it's supposed to be published by? Yeah, it's supposed to be published by Abstergo. Um, Abstergo. Which that's hilarious. And people point out if it's if if it's the if the fiction of this Assassin's Creed uh, Vita game is that it's being published by Abstergo. Why would you actually be playing as a real assassin in that game? The so main character's learn... probably like a turncoat or something like that. Or so they can learn the secrets of the assassins. Eh, All true, of those though. machines were created. It could be by... a funny twist for that character, though. I mean, but that's literally what you're doing in the first but Assassin's Creed. I don't Creed want game. the first black woman Assassin's Creed hero heroine to be a turncoat or a bad person. Did you not just listen to what I, I just did? Said? But I wrote a theory <laughs> about why the game might be published by Abstergo, which, if I'm right, means that she's a bad person and she fucks up. Uh, the assassins in New Orleans. What would be the benefit of the Templars to find out what a Templar did? But yeah, propaganda. It's... it's like fuck yeah. She was cool. <laughs> she pretended to be an assassin. If you Turned follow the line of the fiction, this is an incredibly expensive piece of machinery. Yeah. Why would they use no, that so, to like teach someone connect. how cool the Templars are? I can't I like that idea. There's just animus machines in everybody's living rooms. I guess so. Just to show everybody the, how badass. It's a game that's being published by Abstergo. I guess this takes place not in 2012, but like maybe 2022. Maybe. It's put together by the Wayland Utani Company. There you go. Like that. Here's the thing. If you think too hard about the Assassin's Creed fiction... You're going to have a bad time. That's just kind of <laughs> all it boils down to. I say uh, this as someone who has thought too hard about the Assassin's oh, Creed yeah. fiction. I played the other work? day. I was thinking, man, what would I do if I had, like, if I were tasked with developing an Assassin's Creed game? Because I love the Assassin's Creed games, and they're pretty bad. It'd be Bush Cassidy and the Sundance Kid with hoods. And it'd be Ancient Rome. Yeah. Ancient as Rome, a lady? Man. Ancient Rome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could do it. Man, did you see the cosplay? Slave the Invisible Class of Ancient Rome. So I guess at San Diego Comic-Con, there was a lady doing Assassin's Creed cosplay, and she, you know, she she was doing she this slutty... And everyone was passing around, like, this is a great proof of concept for a female assassin. assassin oh, I trick. saw that. And I'm like, no, no, That no, actually no, made no, 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 no. my whole body oh, seize man. up. Oh, man, Batman. <laughs> Bill? Uh, We're going to talk about it later, spoilers. Bill. Goddamn. <laughs> I'm yeah. saying... I, uh, I saw a lot of um, uh, wow. awesome Korra cosplay on, on Tumblr, yeah. and it just warmed my heart, because Korra's just a brute, and you know, it's like, just, it's, it makes me so happy. I love happy. that everyone's like, I even saw little girls dressed up as Korra. Yeah! Like, yeah. Role model. Oh, it warmed my heart. Oh, man. So, yeah, I can use that to segue into this. Yeah, this this weekend, I was really stressed out. This is our Korra corner. <laughs> this is our <laughs> so when you corner. The show's over, we're still going to have Korra talk every week. <laughs> K-O-R-R-N-E-R. That's right. That's our talk-bending portion of the podcast. <laughs> Ear-bending, yeah. No, I, uh, I was really stressed out and thinking about adult shit and signing the first of a series of very large checks and just freak, flipping a biscuit. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just going to cruise Legend of Korra, the Legend of Korra tag on Tumblr. Yeah. And it was just like this flashback, man. It was a hardcore flashback. Because I, I was weaned in fandom yeah. as a younger person, and um, I spent a lot of my youth writing fan fiction and running fan sites and all that shit. It's just really funny to see, you know, all these earnest te- teenage girls doing the exact same shit I did. All these geek archetypes still running exactly. around. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it was actually, it was a lot of fun, because I, the only other fandom that I kind of look at on Tumblr is Mass Effect, but the Mass Effect tag is mostly... Like, just gaming bullshit and, like, porn. I can see that being a lot more fractured. Yeah. yeah. But the Korra tags... Not on the Korra tags, actually. No, 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 for the uh, Mass Effect stuff. Oh, I have seen so many Is it, like, photographed porn? 
No, what's, it's, is it drawn? it's drawn porn. Oh, yeah. is it all Garrus, like, cloaca stuff? It's what do you want? What do you want? I have seen <sighs> any number of alien Jesus. species sticking it to any number of other alien species. Is there just Edie like, and scroll, Joker? Scroll. Actually, I have never seen that. Because like, basic kind of, I never like, saw that on Tumblr. Maybe fuck, sex robots aren't the, you know, yeah, thing people I did to... see one, I really, as I say this <laughs> sentence, as I say this sentence, I really hope that <laughs> none of my coworkers chose this episode to listen to. I I've seen a lot. You of would have stumbled across this. It's not like you're going out of your way oh, to look no. for it. There like, was yeah. one that was genuinely just an artist going, I wonder what each of these alien species dongs look like. Oh, it was just surprised. a sheet of just That's dongs. probably the first thing that went up on the internet so, in terms of like Mass Effect porno, porno shit. Like the day after the game came out. Yeah. yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah, oh, the... there was a whole big thing about even before Mass Effect came out, people trying to figure out like whether or not humans could have sex with the Asari or not. Because oh, yes. I guess like cause they had put out a Mass Effect novel before the game came out, so yeah. based on that, people were trying to figure out whether or not humans can fuck Asari, yeah, and like what kind of genitalia they could have. This is a really important because the because the Asari, you know, they're, they're all supposed they're yeah. really female, even yeah. though in the game they're like, no, well, they can have sex with anybody of any, any gender and have children, but then one of their genitals look like this is like six <laughs> months before the game came. There were like internet flame wars about what the Asari's genitals look like and whether or not they would like strangle a dude's penis. Or how does a woman impregnate an Asari female? Which actually, did they ever figure that out? Has that it's, ever been? There's not, it's not actually, it's a random scrambling of genetic code. But what, what, what that's happened? why Asari they swab can your have, tongue? Asari, well, the implication is like, that's what. You you know, you tell me. <laughs> yeah. The tumbl- tum- well, Tumblr is talking. Yeah, you would know now. No, but anyway, I'm going to go back to my topic. <laughs> um, yeah, the Legend of Korra tag is actually Aww. really charmingly wholesome, and it totally reminded me of my early fandom days. Well, it's a fresh and brand new fandom, too, which is the nice thing. That's it's only right. like three months old. It hasn't yeah. had years of like people like fracturing into different like camps and everything. Oh, are you kidding me? No, there, there's all the shipping wars Fucking and stuff. shipping, man. But at least it's not like... I never got involved with shipping when I was in there's... fandom. Yeah. Which, and so I just kind of missed well, this whole aspect. Well, your fandom was the Robin Hood stuff, right? Well, I don't know if I'd call that fandom when it was really just me. What kind of fandom? Well, I was involved in, um, like... Uh, it's really, I don't even want to say the sentence out loud, but I was actually in a, um Aww. anti-romantic movement of my fandom, where I was like, I actually have this whole website about, oh, I don't want to read any of your goddamn romance bullshit, I want to read some fucking adventure bullshit, that's what this shit is about! I had a whole website about it, there are badges that you could download and post your own involved pages. with Jack Russell Terrier. No! Fuck you, it was not Wishbone fandom! <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! People don't want to see Joe, well, who's Joe's friend, lady girl? Sam. Sa- Joe and Sam? People Joe, like, no, Sam! They- they're just good friends. They just share cupcakes. They don't eat each other cupcakes. <laughs> I can see that being like, does Wishbone watch? No. Wishbone's a dog. He sees Joe and Sam have sex. He's a dog. Can he comprehend what's going on? What? Well, yeah, I can see that being a debate. But, you know. Fandom is just adorable, man. However, what got me, what the part, I was like, all of it, I was like, you guys are adorable. I'm just yeah. scrolling up past all these kids, like, posting their earnest thoughts and feelings. And I'm just Aww. like, aww. But then I found, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't this, even think. I found, oh. I found, there's nothing that makes me smile like crossover fan fiction. Yeah. It was Legend of Korra Lion King crossover what? fan fiction. I only read like the little that? intro. Oh, fan fiction. Okay. Yeah. I only read a little of the intro, but it's Korra is a lion. So it's all the characters, but they're born in the world of the Lion King. All <laughs> lions? Yes, they're all, I, well, I did not read it. Presumably some of them are going to be hyenas. <laughs> and some of them are going to be birds. <laughs> Uh, is Tenzin a 
monkey that puts paint on her head? Like, Do you know what? You know what character fandom loves? What? Tano. Do you remember Tano? Yeah, the water bender. Fandom loves oh, Tano. Seen, I saw something on. Was it? I think it was Tumblr. It may have been 4chan. Yeah. Oh man, you want to see some? <laughs> no. 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 Not no. all horrible. No. Nope. There are some sweet spots it's on 4chan. Not but then there are other people cr- like like on 4chan like the on the cartoon and comic sub uh, like I want to call it subreddit yeah. whatever the hell sub so, like yeah. I don't go to 4chan all the time but yeah. Know, but uh. There's like, like there's you'll have, you'll have people you having very coast. Man, I'll go to Fortune for the fucked up shit. It's fucking that's Fortune. <laughs> it's me. Of course, I love that shit. Um, but uh, like on Fortune, you'll have like somebody post like a very earnest like a thread of like here's what I think about stuff. And of course, you have the assholes just drive right in. Here's a picture of Cor's face being used as a toilet bowl <laughs> by Tano. Uh. And then someone else is like, but I think Tano and Cor would. Would kiss after they poop on her face, you know, something like that. And they'll draw, they'll be, will be like drawing pictures of their like warring fanfic and like post yeah. it live onto 4chan. And it's yeah. just like, oh my god. I found this really adorable fan artist um, who's actually an intern at Nick, uh-huh. which is adorable. And she drew this really great picture. Actually, I probably have it liked. This she is, the, this great this is really is the corner corner. This is the yeah. corner corner. She drew this great picture of all of them just chilling out, yeah. just like hanging out and just like. Not chilling. like modern day or anything like no, that. No, no, yeah. no. Oh. They're just chilling. It, just, it warmed my heart, the but there was this dude. No. Okay. There was this dude in the corner. I'm like, who? Because it's like Asami, Bolin, Mako, Cora. I'm like, it's Tano. who the fuck is this dude? It's Tano. And I'm like, why is he chilling? I saw Asami. Anyway, the reason I bring up 4chan, I think I saw somebody who was like, drew a bunch of actually really well rendered like thumbnails of mm-hmm. like Cora smooshing uh, other people. And they were like, whichever, what, whoever gets the most, whatever, like, thumbnail gets the most votes, I will make that in a full rendered, like, digital painting. What do you mean this by person had chops. Make it out. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Not quite sex, but pretty goddamn close. There was a lot of core <laughs> grinding and humping a lot of different people and or things. <laughs> And so, like, one of the things was Tano. Like, I think Ta- yeah. Cora and Tano were getting the most votes. It was uh, Cora and Pima. Uh, it was actually mostly lesbian stuff, too, which blows my mind. It was Cora and Pima. It was Cora and Asami. It was Cora and, like, maybe her mom or something? Oh. Like, uh, you oh, know, oh, Cora and Tarlock is another huge one. Yes. Because there's sexual tension of well, how much, of course. you know. Especially when you find out Anytime Tarlock's you a good any guy. Anytime antagonists, they're yeah. gonna be, there's going to be fanfic that's them making out. Isn't that adorable? But I spent, like, five Aww. minutes looking at the picture that I was like, who's oh, the wavy hair guy. Yeah. Anyway. Like, oh, it's Tana. No, it's a cute goddamn show. It's adorable. I fucking love, I love fandom. Fandom is just, as soon as I found the Lion King, I was just like, fandom, you just keep on keeping on. You saw how we're going to see more of her folks and everything next year, right? Yeah, man. We probably talked about that on last week's podcast. And her dad's like super ripped. Yeah, I like Like he's this big bulky like Tom Hardy looking motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so. fandom is Man. adorable. What cracks me up is that, you know, like, I, I, like, my point of comparison for this is, like, my fucking GeoCities page and shit. It just made, I was like, these kids don't know what a web ring is, but goddammit, they're writing the web exact ring. same caliber bullshit I did back in the day. Yeah. And you know what? There's they're keeping a part the flame of me, alive. Exactly. And you know what? I have to admit, there was a part of me that when I saw that Legend of Korra Lion King crossover, my first thought was that it was adorable. My second thought was ridicule. And my third thought was a little stroke of jealousy. Because I wish that I lacked the part of my brain that says that's bullshit, don't do it. 
Because my, my, I talked myself out of doing so much in my life. Yeah. Well, not even that. Just, like, the self-awareness of this is shit I shouldn't bother. Mm-hmm. I, I wish, I wish I could, like, un, like, like, totally, like, jab a fork in my head and turn off that part of my brain. Well, so you can enjoy things purely without yeah. any kind of subconscious, like, yeah. no, Just do shit because you like about. it. Because, yeah. I mean, anyone who's seen my web presence, I do a lot of stupid shit, but I do a lot of stupid shit because yeah. it's dumb and well, I don't care what you think. Like, every one of these kids are going to run into something where they put the wrong thing online or something yeah. like that or like somebody sees like something they've done like in real life and they get yeah. their like so get get made fun of and they suddenly realize that like mm, yeah. well see they, no so one cool ever or, made fun of me yeah ever well you were you're all by yourself like you, you kept yourself oh no have no? i ever told you the stupid bullshit that i did with no. my fan fiction oh, i never God. did i never was as bad as and i may have told this anecdote before but i ran a writing club in my high school and one dude brought because i was like bring whatever you want we'll share oh, yeah, we'll talk you told about me things about this. Yeah. And one dude brought his Legend of Zelda fan fiction, and as he was reading it, it becomes clear that if it was not necessarily erotic, it was at the very least very romantic. Yeah. And as he's reading, he's just turning beet red, and he's like, I don't think I want to read this anymore. Oh, <laughs> it was it like about him? Was it about Link? It was Did about he insert himself Link and Zelda. No, oh, it wasn't, okay, no, no, so. no, it wasn't Zelda. It was some sort of, is there like a water spirit or something? There is a fish princess. <laughs> When would, when, this, when, when would this have been? Like, the late 90s? Oh, yeah. This would have been after Ocarina of Time. There Probably. was a fish princess. Yeah. You know, people want to fuck. <laughs> the best part. The best part is the fish princess. There's a fish uh, king. Yes. who He lives on this chair in which all the water supply in Hyrule flows mm-hmm. under his naked balls. <laughs> people have pointed this out, so... Yeah, Hyrule's kind of a fucked up place. <laughs> anyway, um, I love fandom. There's, I kind of miss being involved in fandom because yeah. there's the delightful thing about fandom is that the barrier entry is so low, and like you just gotta kind of here's this thing that you know that you like and I like, and let's like it together. You know, there's a kind of beauty in that. There's only a few times of like the Korra like fandom is the only one, one of the few fandoms I've ever like really kind of looked at stuff. The only yeah. other ones being kind of like Doctor Who because I've done a lot of Doctor Who fan art. Yeah, and uh, Serenity Firefly stuff like ten yeah. years ago. See, I love and fan that's art. That's it. I like, I like, when I was a kid, like, these people's ages, yeah. like, who are doing this stuff now, there was no internet, so I didn't yeah. have that outlet. I could look at fan oh! art all day. Fan Man, one of the other things. This isn't a Batman spoiler. You do get to see Catwoman's date of birth, and she's born in 1985. Really? And Christian Bale, he's my age. Yeah. And he's all that, Catwoman. I'm like, yeah, you go find that girl who's like 10 years younger than you. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, anyway, so... I'm just throwing that out there. You're just throwing it out See, there, Christian Bale, he... Also, it's Anne Hathaway. Fandom is adorable is what I'm getting at. And I also like how fandom will take the source material and then go somewhere else with it. And the best part Lion about... Lion King places. <laughs> exactly. But what I love about fandom is you get in this little resonance chamber where you talk about this fandom so long that it becomes, <laughs> like, the truth. Yeah, exactly. You kind of and brainwash yourself. It's here. really well, funny because then... What's that thing with headcanon? Yeah. Starts conflicting with reality. Exactly. Like, and it like just show cracks canon. me yeah. up because it's like... It's like... I was talking to this I one can't girl... I even know these terms because, like, yeah, I just, I'll just see shit, like, on Reddit where people talk about these terms. Yeah. yeah. Like, a friend of mine um oh man so i i must have talked about her before a friend of mine when she when i was into fandom she was into drugs so she lived a very different life than i have was she your age um yeah and she only recently discovered fandom 
like as an adult and she it was really great because she come up comes up to me one day and she goes did you know that there's stories online that are written about these characters <laughs> that keep going and I was like oh you discovered fanfiction she's like have you heard of fanfiction.net and I'm like oh baby girl no. don't do it and then she it was really great because like literally two hours later she comes up to me and goes did you know that there's dirty fanfiction <laughs> And it's like, she was looking at like Twilight fan fiction or something. And it was really funny because she's like, she comes up to me each one day and she goes, why is it, who are the characters in fucking fan? It's, it's Edward and Jacob. She's like, why don't Edward and Jacob do it? It makes so much sense. Oh. And it's like, she's like, I've read so much of it now. <laughs> the original source slacks she's, all meeting. And my favorite she, moment, with, this is my absolute number one favorite moment with fan fiction because it's happened to me before. And I love it when other people come to me. When you read fan fiction that's actually good, that's really, really... I mean, because there's good fan fiction in yeah. the world. But when you read it that's so good that, like, you kind of want to find and replace the names and then just give it to someone. And this happened to this friend. She's like, I found this fan fiction and it's set during the Civil War and it's actually really good and I want you to read it. And I'm just looking at her and I'm like, I love you. I respect you. I can't do that to myself. I just can't. I what can't. was the fan fiction of? Twilight. Oh, because oh no, God. like that happened to me a couple of years ago. I was I was curious, and I looked at Office fandom and Office fan fiction. Sure, a lot of that. And I found well, I don't know, I can't remember what I found, but I found one that was actually really good. It was an AU set during the Depression. <laughs> AU. Yeah, and uh, it was set during the Depression. Starring the same characters, just it was to take Jim place and Pam and Dwight shows up in it, and Michael shows up in it, and it was really really so good. Like, actually, and it got to the point. Well, it's really what I fucking love about fan fiction where they take like just the archetypes of the characters yeah. and then it's just like really just fucking it's a totally different kind like these characters are absolutely different I people. have no idea people did this. I'm, so I'm not necessarily removed. surprised but I never thought about like time displaced fan fiction where really? it's, it's the same thing. It just takes place in ancient Rome and yeah. everyone's naked. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Bill, that no. is 75% of fan fiction. <laughs> Uh, there has to be like Firefly fi- fan fiction that actually takes place in Reconstruction Era South. Yeah, the, which actually Dude, that would be an interesting historical would, thing. That would that has to exist. Oh, I'm sure there's tons. That yeah. has to exist. But anyway, this huh. uh, this 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 office fan fiction was so good. We're I really liked about, it. You know what? Neil Gaiman he wrote a whole comic book where all the Marvel heroes are like hanging out in like the 17th century with the 1601. Yeah. That's essentially what he just did. And they take the yeah. same diary and they yeah. make it. Well, what's really Doctor great Strange is Doctor Strange is now a wizard rather in than In that a case, player. I got serious affirmation because she eventually stopped posting it online because she was going to do find and place character, re, find and replace, change the character's name and publish it as an actual book. She faith, she was going to Fifty Shades of Grey it, you know. <laughs> yeah. I need to find that book, actually. Hey, everybody. I know all of you name? at home. No, it was many years ago and it was Aww. shameful on a tab somewhere that I didn't let anyone see. Anybody who's listening to me, if you know of a fan fiction <laughs> that may be Jim and Pam, but it's in the Depression, and Jim was like a wanderer, and Pam was... was oh, Roy was in it, because she was married to this farmer, Roy, and and Jim is like, he's, you know, he's it's the Depression. It's, so it's, it's a story that is a story, it's just it's yeah. the characters' names are different. Yeah. yeah, well, no, the characters' names were the same, because it was fa- office fan fiction at that point, but she's now changed That's it. That's what I'm saying, but like, if that story's out it's there... It's gotta be published by now, this is like four years ago. Anyway, it's called AU Bill. Here's a market you can tap. It's not mixing one thing with another. It's just genuinely taking something and then putting it in an entirely different context for no apparent reason. So when I went to, uh, after the movie yesterday, I went to stop by Pals, picked up a couple magazines. Uh, they had a, sh- a Fifty Shades of Grey 
display, mm-hmm. most of the books were gone. Yeah. I was like, damn, people aren't fun. Well, I've seen, I've been on the bus and like, like there'll be like three or four different people reading that book. Like Sex just the sells. first one too, not even the sequels, but it's everyone cracking yeah. open that first volume for the first time. Yeah. Like, damn. Sex sells, man. I'm not even complaining about people love making fun of the Fifty Shades of Grey bullshit. And like people, for, for a book that everyone claims they don't care about, People spend a lot of goddamn time talking about it <laughs> and making fun of it. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things where, like, I have no idea. Is he even supposed to be good or not? No. Okay. The writer. I've never, I haven't read any samples or anything. Well but, like, who gives a shit? Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah. It's, it's okay like, if you read dirty things and they make you feel good. It's I okay. mean, Twilight Zone's actively, <laughs> actively damaging. There's <laughs> 50 Shades of Grey. It's just, who gives a fuck either way? Yeah. It's just softcore porn for people. Yeah. It's, everybody's allowed to hear their paperback, paperback uh, cinematics. If people can fucking get off on fucking reading fucking Greek mythology where like people get fucking ducks. What the hell happens <laughs> in that shit? Does well, Zeus pee on someone and get him pregnant? Yes, there is Zeus's golden shower. Yeah. Because yes, it's a golden rain. That's cool and that could be historical. Well, it's not pee, it's liter- golden rain. It is literally a golden shower. Yes, Bill, make that face. If that's cool, if that's like, oh, we're going to study this six months for our history class, then fucking like. <laughs> Bill, I'm going to go to your school where it is sweet. We just pissed months. on a bitch's face. <laughs> Lady got pregnant. I don't know. Some fucking. And then she fucked the, the duck. Swan or something. Zeus has been many animals. I believe he is a goose at one point. Yeah, and doesn't he like romance somebody as a dude? God, this is like an egg is so good. And she has to hold it and suddenly like, like a baby comes out. Like this is where Hercules comes from. There has to be a Wikipedia article. <laughs> I want to see Zeus go- Zeus goose <laughs> laying his eggs in people. <laughs> SM that kind of role playing sex shop, <laughs> right? right? No, I uh, I, I have the whip. policy of any kind of niche nerd shop. I'm at least gonna walk in the door because Which I place, just find them was adorable. Was this the place we've been to before? The Mm-mm. place with the models? No, 
No. This is not Bridgetown Hobbies, which is what you're thinking of. What's this the place by the waterfront that we went to, too? Oh, I can't remember the name of that place. That, that place was, was awesome, a, That was too. neat, because it was gaming. It yeah, had, like, it actually had a gaming too. tournament part of the store yeah. set aside. Yeah. Well, that's... I went to this place called Red Castle Games, which I'd never been to before. Yeah, I'd seen their that. ads in the Mercury. Um, oh. and, uh, but it's really, here's what was really charming about it. So they had board games and card games and, you know, you could get your Dungeons and Dragons manuals and, excuse me, modules and all, and like figures and all yeah. this. They had right next to the magic cards, they had cup noodles and chocolate covered donuts and like, uh, cans of Pringles and all this stuff. And I'm just sitting here looking at when they know their market. This stuff even it's fresh. Adorable. We've been sitting here well, for like five years. Bill, it's it's Pringles and donuts and cup noodles. These are, these are <laughs> donuts only have a lifespan donuts. of like about five ma- five months. <laughs> there we go. I'm just saying. In that time, they have a small enough inventory of it. That's that great though. It was adorable. Yeah, man, that'd be perfect. Like the perfect for the guy like me who says, yeah. you know, I gotta go get uh, for some reason. I have my uh, I ran out of fresh twenty sided die and yeah. donuts. Exactly. <laughs> it's no, it's, it totally shop. worked. It totally worked. And they did have a gaming area in the back, so you could argue that during a gaming tournament, oh, you know, you, you need power up. You get your cup of noodles, you know, and you're done. Aww, but it was really funny. That, that is super cute. I actually went through with a shop and I was looking at all the shelves yeah. and it looks like a great little shop and the guy behind the Where counter was nice. Was just located at? Um it's on like Foster Red Castle Games. And, yeah. yeah, like I think like fifty maybe fifty six and Foster. Well that's, oh, that's, that's not too far away from here actually. Yeah. And uh, but anyway, um, what was really funny was I was kind of focused, and fully just kind of wandering around behind me, and she's not going to look as closely as I would at things. Yeah, she doesn't care. So that much yeah, about she kind of noodles around a little bit, and she walked outside. And as I, I walk outside and say hello to her, and she just tells me, she's like, "Did you hear those kids?" Because what I did not pay attention to was in the back in the tournament area. There was a pack of like ten youths. These young white boys, <laughs> I gotta say, it's a <laughs> bunch of what, tiny, tiny white boys um, <laughs> playing. Some card game. I'm not gonna presume it was magic, but some card game. Mm-hmm. And just swearing like pirates each other. <laughs> just calling each other faggot. This is like from the Goonies or something. <laughs> not the like, not the Goonies calling each other faggot and bitch. Swearing up a storm. Look at the world of ten year old boys though. It That's just, what happened. It was though. adorable. And I just looked at her and I'm like, they gotta have a safe place to go eat Pringles, you know? God bless your They're red not castle games. Anybody. They're just exactly. curling racial slurs at each other <laughs> in the relative <laughs> safety of a goddamn Twenty-sided yeah. die den. Exactly. Oh, it was man. really charming though. Standing in there, though, who was, I was winning? Like, who was winning? Who was winning? A little white boy, <laughs> Bill. That's the answer. What were they playing? Was it a card game they were playing? It was, it was like an actual. Game. Oh, okay. I did not. That's just a card game. Like it seems like little kids are uh, growing up, with, like uh, being played, uh, growing up with the card games as opposed mm-hmm. to like. Uh, role playing, like you know, like either card board games, games are easier. Or... Well, here's the thing with card games: it's it's a it's a lower, much lower barrier of entry. Yeah. B, it's something you can just pick up and pay, play with a friend more so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And C, it kind of taps into the collector mindset. Yeah. Of all kids. And also, the rules are always like on the cards. That, yeah. So it's a kind of like you, you buy know, a There's pack not any in. abstract rules you have to really worry about too exactly. much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, 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 complain. Did you go there? Because like you were talking about like earlier this week, you got into super like. I just want to play a board game mood. Well, I saw it, and as I was walking around, I'm like, man, I'd want to play a board game. I have, they had, like, Clue I have and Catan shit. and shit here. I have no interest in Catan. See, this is the what thing. What if I get Star Trek Catan? This is which the... just came out. They sell it, Bill. They actually oh, they had, had it? They oh, had, fuck! They had a tier of just Catan games. Like, How just much was Catan. It? I didn't, Bill, I didn't pick oh, it up. Oh, I didn't call these guys up because I want it, man! <laughs> Actually, I assume I just saw they had a huge thing of Jessica Tan. Did you want to uh, borrow cards against humanity? Well, here's the thing: every single I don't actually like games like that. I don't. I just oh, absolutely Mad Libs of swears. Yeah, 
I don't, I don't actually Those like... Those 10-year-old boys would have loved that. <laughs> they would have. Come on. It's really funny because abstractly, the idea of board games and card games and all those sorts of things yeah. really appeal to me, but I don't actually enjoy playing them. I don't enjoy, like, ru- like having to learn rules and, like, well, this is where my pieces go. And I hate losing. I'm a terrible loser. <laughs> In fact, this week's episode of Adventure Time yeah. is them playing a card game together, Finn and Jake. And it really reminded me of myself because oh. Finn has to lose because Jake will be a just a total <laughs> intolerable I asshole. I love their relationship. <laughs> if he wins, <laughs> and I'm watching this and I'm like, oh my god, this brings back memories because I, my little sister Aww. and I used to play board games all the time when we were kids, yeah. and I hate losing. And I would cheat and win every time, every time because I would just cheat. And my sister trusted me because she's my baby sister Aww. to the point that now she hates board games. Yeah. She will not play any board games or card games. Well, she'll play card games because I, she, those she would win because I had a harder time cheating at them. But I would just cheat like an asshole. So I've learned to be a gracious winner and a terrible loser. Yeah, you get close to that break of losing, you start oh. losing your shit. Well, that's the nice thing with video games that you have to be, yeah. you really can't lose video games. Because yeah. even if you die, you just restart. Exactly. There's no, and you're not like embarrassing yourself in front of anyone else. Yeah. You're not like submitting to someone else's yeah. uh, prowess with the game. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's also like, I would play video games on easy mode. I have no pride. You know, like, I don't care. Yeah. It's, you just don't want to lose another like live person. Well, it's not even, oh, I just Jesus. don't enjoy it. I don't get any, get no, then it takes something that I get very little pleasure from and removes the pleasure from it because I don't even get the pleasure <laughs> of victory. Well, I can see why you might be a little more into D&D then because it's a group activity. Everyone's, it's cooperative. Well, even with D&D, the only part of D&D that I enjoy is the role-playing aspect of it. I yeah. do not enjoy the stats yeah. and plus two dagger. No, but like, well, but like our D&D experience was our, with our friend Patrick who was our He was very uh, much a story and character He was not centric. worried about stats. There were still exactly. stats, but that was not the whole point of the yeah. game. Yeah, and that is the only reason why I that was liked fun, it. That was fun to play. You know, it's like the the few Man, times I've been role-playing. I really, as I left that shop, I was more interested in getting back to role playing because I was like, I do not, I any anytime I have to learn rules, I'm out. Would just totally ever want to role play? Maybe. Yeah. We'd always talked about how we wanted to do D and D, but she wants to be an owl bear. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That. Well, the last when I went to the gaming shop with you guys, that's what yeah. we were looking for. Yeah. Was owl bear figuring? That's right. Yeah, but yeah, no, Red Castle Games, totally charming. I was charmed. I think they moved there relatively recently because the place next door still had stuff painted in the window and everything like that. But I just, I love little shops like that. I just want them to succeed so much because I like the idea of a place like that. You well, know? if you're going to succeed, Portland's a great place for that because there's yeah. so much geeky shit going on. Yeah. And, you know, rent's relatively cheaper than if you were up in Seattle or something. Yeah, and clearly they're doing well enough. Man, Starfarers! No, wait, what the fuck is that? Oh, okay, uh, Star Trek Catan is not on Amazon. I almost got freaked out because there's a Starfarers of Catan, which is $350. And I say, like, fuck that noise! Anyway, I'm sorry. What? 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 Yeah! Well, I was curious about Star Trek Catan because, uh, yeah, like I said, Star Trek uh, first the season of Next Generation comes out on Blu-ray next week. I was thinking mm-hmm. about have, maybe having people over. It'd be kind of fun to do some Star Trek Catan. Even mm-hmm. though I'm the only person who knows how to play Catan, <laughs> it would take all night win. to explain all the rules before we could you even win. actually get the play, and Taryn would eat all the pieces. <laughs> um, So, maybe not. Uh, yeah. Anyway, what else did you do this week? That's pretty much it, Bill. What did you do? What did I do this week? You know what? We spent 50 minutes talking about what you did this week. We talked about... I'm just saying! I want this I to be an organic no... conversation back and forth. I you crack me up and like, we done with you talking. I have no problem talking. I'm just saying. You're too funny when, with we, this When shit. it turns out we have a two and a half hour podcast, I'm just saying. It's... Annie, I love you. 
You, you, you're, you're, Bill, why don't you talk before Annie, I take that microphone? You're, you're my beautiful hour long person. No, for someone who, who claims to have not done anything this week, too, that's awesome. It's because I'm trying to have an engaging conversation for our listeners, Bill. Uh, have I freaked out about OP Shakespeare on the podcast yet? No. You put it in the notes last week and you did not talk about it. Oh, man. OP Shakespeare is the shit. I don't know how the hell I found this. I found out that there's this whole movement in the Shakespeare uh, performing society. Mm-hmm. What's it called? The theater? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this shit uh, of uh, uh, Shakespeare and the original pronunciation, mm-hmm. which completely changes the rhythm of how uh, Shakespeare is performed because it's like you're, you're you're changing how you say the words, yeah, and at the speed at which you change yeah. the words, and uh, yeah, I guess people have managed to figure out with uh, like how the text is written and what people know of how. Uh, English was pronounced at the time. Yeah, they know how like these all all of Shakespeare's original stuff was supposed to sound actually coming out of like Shakespeare's mouth and and all of his original actors, and uh, so this guy uh, Ben Crystal and his dad I think named David Crystal, uh, they've been p- putting on performances with uh, Shakespeare troops at the uh, uh, the the Globe Theater in, mm-hmm. in London. You know the fake new one they built like yeah. ten years ago, or whatever. And I thought that sounded awesome, so I found some YouTube clips of these guys performing this shit, and it's fucking hilarious, because this guy's dad, he's super mm-hmm. old, yeah, and he's he's doing the original pronunciation Shakespeare, and you sound like a drunk Irish guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's weird, it doesn't sound English as much as it sounds kind of Irish, with mm-hmm. a little bit of Welsh and some American accent thrown mm-hmm. in, because, like, yeah, you have to hard uh, bend your R's, you can't, like, ignore, you know, because England, they're always like, oh, what are you doing over there? You have to yeah. say over there, over there. I can't do it to yeah. save my life. But it's it's well. The, the most fascinating thing about this OP Shakespeare stuff is like everyone talks about how witty Shakespeare was. Yeah, turns out like half of his like rhymes yeah. and like and in, 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 insinuation jokes and shit like that, sexual yeah. insin- innuendo, yeah. only work if yeah. in the original uh, pronunciation of Shakespeare because then you can kind of hear the rhymes yeah. and stuff like that. And it's you fucking can hear amazing. The and yeah, like... like in the original Shakespeare. Uh, <coughs> The original pronunciation "loved" now rhymes with "proved." It's mm. uh, it's it's loved and proved, mm-hmm. or proved. I can't remember what it is. You have to hear it. I got the guy's CD. I was listening to it right before you showed up. It's hilarious. Yeah. And like like there's uh one of the is it I think it's like Henry the, which which Henry played did Shakespeare right? I can't remember. <laughs> Henry the Eighth was that before or after Shakespeare? I can never remember. But there's a joke about how um. There's this rape ripe joke kind of yeah. wordplay thing because I guess back then rape and ripe were both pronounced as rop rope or something mm-hmm. like that, and it's just it's hilarious. Yeah, I'll I'll put a, li- a link to the YouTube video in the show notes. Yeah, but it's also and so anyway these guys I guess they help subsidize their original pronunciation Shakespeare productions mm-hmm. by selling CDs of the cast members pronouncing or, or like uh like, you know reading the sonnets readings. and excerpts from the plays. Yeah. And there's a CD, and I bought that, and they came in the mail like two hours right before you showed up. So I was listening mm-hmm. to that right before you came home. So yeah. I'm flipping out about that all week because that's awesome. It's that's neat. a great nerd project to sit down and figure out like yeah. how did Shakespeare sound back in the day, and like, yeah. hey, let's put on shows of this. Yeah. And so yeah, Ben Crystal, he's also on Twitter and stuff like that. He seems like a pretty goddamn cool guy. Oh man, just the way the sound of Shakespeare just sounds that most lustful. And like, if you want to fuck somebody while doing Shakespeare, <laughs> this is the version this is the of the way to do it. it too. Yeah. Um, Breaking Bad came back. Yeah. You don't care about Breaking Bad. You can talk about it for a little while, and I'll draw a picture. Uh, there's no, there's magnets. I'm, there's not much to say. The Breaking Bad guys, they yeah. have to destroy a... Do they break some bad? They, they break all the beds. <laughs> they break all the beds. There's no bad left. Uh, the bag, uh, Breaking Bad guys, they have to destroy a computer laptop that mm-hmm. has, uh, incriminating footage on it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the laptop is captured by the Albuquerque Police Department, and they can't get into the evidence room to destroy mm-hmm. it. And so they steal a um, 
giant magnet from a uh uh what's it called we, uh, from a junkyard sure and uh they irradiate the uh evidence room from the outside with a giant magnet does it Fuck work up. yeah nice. it's ridiculous uh no one died it's not super sad it's actually kind of funny it was a good episode here i'm gonna tell you all about breaking bad <laughs> do it uh so that happened uh, Batman, that was the big thing. Uh, well, working on art stuff this week, for some mm-hmm. reason I fell into the rabbit hole of watching Sports Night again, Sports which I haven't Night. watched. I watched it the first, for the first yeah. time living with you back mm-hmm. at the the Bowery, mm-hmm. and uh, that, that really holds up. It's a good Sports little show. Sports Night holds up better, I think, than any other Sorkin. Yeah, no, I got to thinking about Sorkin because uh, the newsroom just started up, and everyone's yeah. been kind of complaining about that, but now everyone's like, oh man, but Sorkin was so good back when he was doing Sports Night and West yeah. Wing. And the West Wing isn't on Netflix, but uh, the Sports Night is, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's it's still a good show. It's still a little cheesy of like oh, it's totally cheesy, but it worked. Here's it worked. The reason yeah. why it worked so well with Sports Night, and the reason why it worked so well with West Wing, is he chose subjects that are innately kind of like when you're really earnest about them, they sound cheesy. Yeah. Like sports, the majesty of sports, and everything like that's that. every other it's episode totally, is like exactly. sports can left us where we belong. Exactly, yeah. but that's what sports is. It's dorky because I could laugh about it, but you know what? I'm gonna weep like a little jerk all during the Olympics. And we don't give a shit about sports. Except I could care less. When do the Olympics happen? Are you gonna be next week? Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! I'm pretty sure I, cause I love week. the Olympics because I like. I love the Olympics. Oh, the Olympics are in London, so it's not going to be that time displaced as if they were happening yeah. in China four years ago. Because yeah. like when uh, the Summer Olympics were going on in China, yeah, uh, they were like pretty much going on the opposite time of day that yeah. we and the uh, folks here in the states were like up. Yeah. And so if you wanted to watch the Olympics live, you'd have to be up at like two o'clock in the morning to yeah. watch like the swim championship. At least with this being in London, they're only going to be like eight hours ahead. Yeah. So it's only going to start at like dinner yeah, time. Yeah, it's not going to suck so, as bad. So at least if you stay up until 2 a.m., uh, the Olympics should be ending. Or was it vice versa? No, the Olympics should be starting at like like 3 a.m. our time. You'll have to get up early. Yes. Even better. I love the Olympics. The Olympics and I don't have a real job. Yeah, fuck you, Bill. So I can stay up whenever the Olympics are up. The thing is about the Olympics, though, is yeah. that I don't care what it is. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry every time. I'm going to root <laughs> for America like an asshole. I'm going to count all those little medals. It is the one week a year when I become a sports nut. Should we call this Olympic fever for the show <laughs> I notes? got... I got Olympic some Olympic fever. fever. Who's the Olympic mascot this year? I love every every year when the uh, a city has to come up with a mascot. And it's always the <laughs> it's most always like just it's the always most terrible design by committee <laughs> bullshit. Oh, the, the one for like Barcelona was that like two thousand and no like nineteen ninety two? It was super cute. It was like was it Barcelona? Or was it Australia? It was a little cute little cartoon dog that actually looked oh, really yeah. cute. But like when they had was it Atlanta in like nineteen ninety six? They had this computer generated. <gasps> oh yeah. Fucking a horrible like. Disney I don't know character, what it was, yeah, and oh god, I can't remember what it was for China. China. Oh my god, what is this? Oh, oh no, what is it? It's like a big. It looks like a vinyl toy. <laughs> is it just a Game of Thrones plate? What the fuck? It's like a big. It's two it eyeballs. Like, it's like it looks like. Well, I think there's just. I don't know if there's supposed to be two of them is or it just one of them. Eyeball. What's the? Oh, what's... Yeah, like, they got crowns on. Guy who's supposed to English shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Or are those eyelashes? I think it's supposed to be eyes, but I... Oh, it's got titties. It's actually, you can tell it's actually worn by... There's two creatures... <laughs> I was gonna describe ...that are picture. the London Olympics... Thi- Why am I pointing this at the, <laughs> at the microphone like you guys can see it? But whoever's wearing the female costume has got little boobies. That's amazing. 
That looks terrible. Also, I guess that's the logo for the 2000 Olympics or oh, 2012. The logo is terrible. It just looks like it looks like the rare logo from video games. It does a little bit. Yep. Man, well, fuck the Olympics. I'm not watching this. Shit. <laughs> um, I was until I saw your logo. Oh, and speaking of sports, I started watching Friday Night. Oh, Lights someone this week. pointed out that the logo kind of looks like. Oh no. It kind of looks like Lisa Simpson giving. Um, <laughs> Bart Simpson a blowjob. That's what I, I can see him breathing. <laughs> 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 oh, Someone posted no. it with colored correctly and it was Well, really it's terrifying. actually more Lisa Simpson giving anybody a blowjob or doing something. That is uh, all. Oh, is that the computer generated versions of the mascot? I think it is. That's that really is bad. Why isn't it just a Dalek? <laughs> Jesus Christ. They fucked up that one. Uh, yeah, it was Olympiate. My skip metal. That was my uh, joke for you, Bill. Their names are Wenlock and Mandeville. It could have just been the Teletubbies, even. That's Aren't there any famous like British cartoonists they could? Well, you know what? Alan Moore Dude. should have designed. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! It's just the, the snake lord Satan. <laughs> it's just <laughs> Alan Moore's head just glaring. Well, it's Alan Moore. Moore. <laughs> Just Alan Moore's beard. Just, just disembodied at you. beard. <laughs> they hand out Alan Moore paper, uh, paper beards at all the events. <laughs> well, at least we're the smartest Olympics. Uh, speaking Olympics. of sports, I started watching uh, Friday Night Lights this week. Because I've heard great things. People have it's raved about really, that show. Really uh, it's actually it's cute. I've only watched the first two or three episodes. But I like... Uh, well, you know what? Any show that, uh, that shows like modern or uh, just normal everyday people... Without yeah. being condescending is a fucking minor miracle. Yeah. And this show does that. Uh, you said you don't dig it because you're I, over I, fucking Texas high school I've football. I've heard nothing but amazing things about it. But when you have lived in the cult of Texas football, the last thing you, you want to do is... You gotta Annie was originally Texas. born in Paris. So when she moved to Texas, it was a huge culture shock. That's and right. she didn't understand football. They had explained it to her. And she just never really understood. That's and right. so she still feels bitter about it that's to this right. day. It's because I'm a stupid. You're a stupid. <laughs> oh, actually, that's right. You're, you weren't technically... I keep on thinking you were born in Texas, no, but no. No. I was born in Texas. Yes. So you see, this is me getting back to my roots. That's right, Bill. This is me, like, crying while watching The Lion King while I'm African. I'm still watching more The Good Wife. Man, The Good Wife is so good. Could you see... Hey, guess who not didn't get an Emmy nomination this year? I'm a good wife. Which is... Uh, granted, I don't know what it's like this season. I'm still in the second season. It is some of the most consistently good television. Every I have yet to see a bad episode of the I didn't realize that it was actually I mean I guess there was a minor uproar because it had been nominated for its first what two seasons mm-hmm. and not but yeah, not for this last third mm-hmm. one that's 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 been airing. They, it's all it's so good. It's all so good. Jesus Christ. Are you still just watching it on iTunes? Yeah. Okay. We'll see if I you know. Because I've talked in the past about how I'd choose not to pirate and blah, blah, blah. But I gotta tell you, the more recent seasons are like, this season was like $40. Adventure Time this season was $40. And I'm just this like, This season was $40? Maybe it was like 35 No, last I saw it's like 25 But Maybe it's only it stand- on iTunes, a standard now? definition? Oh, really? Yeah. Because, like, when you buy something and it's, like, a season pass for a show that is ongoing, it costs way more. Yeah. So, like, the first season of The Good Wife was 20 bucks. They gave me the taste. Yeah. And now I gotta pay well, more. they were doing that for a long back. time. Mad Men, they, they were, like, they've had a couple sales where every season of Mad Men will be, like, $10 right before the new season comes out. Yeah. And I think they even they may have even done that with Breaking Bad recently, too. But, no, iTunes is great sometimes, as long as the prices are not. Well, especially for iTunes copies where you know there's not going to be any special features or anything yeah. like that, too. That's a bitch. And it's all like kind of in the cloud, so you if you lose, well, I guess uh, I guess iTunes has gotten better about if uh, backing up your stuff. 
if you lose your, your your the shows that you bought, that you can back them up. Well, it wasn't can... until like a year ago that if you lost your shows, you would have to rebuy them again. Yeah, you can just re-download them now. Well, it, an infinite at least times. they also keep track of like, even if you want to don't read, re, even if you don't want to download those op- episodes again, mm-hmm. you can just stream them on like Apple TV yeah. or on your iPhone or something. Like yeah, that, I re- so. had to remind Bill that he can just stream everything. Yeah, about that's all we do. About the second season down Nabby, and I'm like, I don't want to tax my computer so much while watching uh, Photoshop while streaming stuff to my Apple TV. First world problems. Man, you know what? First world problems is racist because it just assumes only first world people can own like a TV. Or a phone. Although, man, this well, is the depends thing. on what your first well, I was problem bumming is. around town the other day. I just realized, you know what? Only poor people own a normal phone. These it used to be only rich people even had cell phones anymore. Yeah. Now it's gotten to like only the poorest of the poor have normal phones these days. Everyone else has a goddamn iPhone. Because I have like an old dumb phone. Yeah. And like so there was this I. homeless guy waiting at the bus for me who he looked like shit, but he still had a normal phone. He still had a cell phone. I don't know where the hell he got the cell phone, well, but it was all get, beat up. You can buy you can buy shitty phones and then just charge it with minutes. Yeah, get, so like, he must have been doing something yeah. like that. Whereas even like fucking twelve year old girls I saw like at the theater had like fucking iPhones. And it shit. is crazy to me that that is the status quo because that, like, that is the I, default. Yeah, I mean I have a car, a new car. I'm about to buy a house. I don't have a smartphone. I yeah. can't afford that data plan. Like, one of my coworkers That's was giving me shit. I don't understand how little kids have that shit. Coworker was giving me shit for having a gym membership when he just got a smartphone plan. He's like, I can't live without it. I'm like, it is, that is $100 a month. Yeah. And I'm like, my gym membership, once I take off the my work benefit, costs me $20 a month. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. And even that, I had to think long and hard about committing to $20 a month. You know? Did you hear uh, Steve Lieber's tweet today about his, he went to the gym and someone had stuffed a toilet full of condoms, condom wrappers, and uh, security tags from yeah. uh, the local, uh, I guess from the mall. Someone had just ripped a whole bunch of security tags yeah. off the clothes and just shoved them down the toilet. Yeah. I love public people, places, and yeah. things. The, was it the Willy Week had a great article? Or maybe, it must have been the Willy Week. Had an article on the history of uh, public toilets in Portland. <laughs> no, why? What happened? Well, because there's the whole thing with the Portland Loo and all this shit that there's no place to yeah, go to the bathroom. Yeah. Like, this is a regular Joe in Portland. And just talking about our proud history with public toilets. Well, we have the river. <laughs> just saying. That's right. It's not that far away. The, the Lord's is, port that's why everyone. That's why it's all built around the river. That's why everyone's yeah. close to the river. So you're saying, Bill, you choose pooping my exile. <laughs> Did you hear that? That was, cur- that was my dark night joke, everybody. No. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that. No one listened to that joke who has not seen the dark night. <laughs> um, did you see the west ha- half of the city tonight has E. coli in the water? There was a test done, so if you live on the west... Uh, uh, the health alarm for everyone who lives in Portland <laughs> listening to this. If you're listening to this right now as, as, we're, broad, as we're recording this and not in the future, you know, because we're psychic that way, uh, boil your fucking water or you're going to get poopy in your mouth. <laughs> so No, I guess you boil the water, you still get poopy in your mouth. It yeah. just ain't going to make you sick. Yeah. ain't going to make you go poopy. That's right. <laughs> I'll say poopy a few more like times. <laughs> Uh, is that it? Is that everything? You're so funny. I'm so funny that You make fun. such good radio. Oh, Godzilla like, movies. Is that it? Is that it? Everybody? I came into the possession of the, all the Godzilla movies ever made this week. Jesus except Christ for that Bill. bullshit Roland Emmerich. What the hell was the fake Godzilla movie that came out in the Matthew States? Matthew Broderick one? Yeah. With Hank Azaria as a taxi driver? I have I've not seen it. I've now just described it. everything I can remember from that Godzilla movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, they, they announced that this, they're coming out with a new Godzilla movie next week. Like an American-produced... Western Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. I guess it's the first one since the uh, 
that uh, Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie. So I got, man, I got to thinking about, man, I want to see some Godzilla movies. And so I found some Godzilla movies yeah. under a bush. <laughs> I, when I was at the bus stop going to go uh-huh. see Bane, yeah. I just I just screamed at the heavens, God, I just want Godzilla movie under the bush right here, please. <laughs> and I did that, and the Godzilla movies all showed up. Yeah. And I was watching them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, I'm lucky like I have that. never seen a Godzilla movie. They were kind of terrible. See, this is the thing. Unless right? you have that nostalgia for like... That's exactly it. It's one of those things where I, I don't think I can go and watch a Godzilla movie. And they're also long. I forgot, like, yeah. watching, re-watching some of these Godzilla movies. I forgot how much each Godzilla movie is taken up by, like, weird human drama. Yeah. Because you, you're watching a Godzilla movie, just watch Godzilla, not for, like... Which girl is the reporter guy going to choose, his yeah. secretary or his teacher? And that'll be like at... that. I like that you kind of did that in a Kermit voice. He's <laughs> like dumb Kermit. <laughs> <laughs> this is Bill's new character. He's trying out dumb Kermit. <laughs> Kermit after a hysterectomy. <laughs> Does a hysterectomy make you dumb? Yeah, you got fucked by Zuskus. <laughs> well, frogs lay eggs. Zuskus saw him. Said, you know, I'm going to lay my egg in you. And he got so fucked up, tired by get, having, like, a Zeus, Gina Carano Zeus goose egg. <laughs> he's just kind of, he's just kind of fucked up now. He can't really think that hard anymore these days. He was... <laughs> to be fair, when I think about Gina Carano too much, I can't think very much. Oh, God. I just pictured Kermit, like, being this little frog. And so he's so frightened, Gina Carano's, like, chasing him. <laughs> Well, her pants pulled her, out, she's covered in feathers. Her feathers <laughs> off behind her. Just leave and a she's trail. Like, like, coming just a trail of feathers <laughs> and clothes. And she's got, she's got her cloaca <laughs> point out of just chasing them down. Bill's one word, you may be not into uh, this joke anymore. Vaginas also have pee holes in them. They're kind of, you want to be cloacas. Oh, God. Why did God design it anyway, that way? Anyway, please, Bill, tell me about Godzilla movies. This Godzilla movie. Tell that one. You got me started. Godzilla's got a Kuleika. You know he's got a Kuleika because he's got a kid named Godzuki. He does. Godzuki. <laughs> Godzuki. And is just a person in a Godzilla outfit with like huge rubber ball eyeballs. <laughs> it just looks so stupid. Wait, was Godzuki an actual costume character? Yeah, but it's just a person who just runs around with the other like, live action people. All of my familiarity people. with um, Godzuki is from the Hanna-Barbera cartoon. I think Godzuki, yeah. Because Godzuki is great because the theme song is like, Godzilla, Godzilla. And it's like heavy and pounding and then it's, yeah. and Godzuki. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching like one of the last live action Godzilla movie was like Godzilla like Final Wars and God- yeah. I didn't realize Godzuki showed up in that shit. Yeah. It's a guy in a Godzuki suit which is like <laughs> it's not like he's, he's human sized like so the character's like running around like driving a car or so something Bill, like that. Just to catch up just to oh. to, to, re- to to sum up in your AU Godzuki <laughs> is impregnated by Gina Carano. They're dating. They're dating. <laughs> They're dating. He, well, because well, Godzilla doesn't approve, oh, right? Yeah, he doesn't approve of, of Godzuki dating uh, female weightlifters <laughs> who lay eggs at other people against their will. <laughs> well, did, we, did we talk about how Cora is uh, technically the designed off of Gina Carano, too? Oh, yes. Who well, would... having said that, I'm like, duh. Yeah. Because that, that, that explains dat back, boobs? dem arms, and dem tits. The tits. The tits is the big missing part there, yeah. Yeah. Gina Carano's got some breasts. T- Gina Carano is a very nice looking do, lady. If people have not, don't know who Gina Carano is. We talked about her excessively in the Haywire podcast. For our new listeners. For our new, for the, the waves of new people who have come to us for the Portland Mercury. You've heard the ear splitting. 
Here's the insightful geekery for you. No, Gina Carano was in uh, Haywire, this uh, Steven Soderbergh film that I really enjoyed. Yeah, it came out like and in the enjoyed January. To poop on. Yeah, and she's really hot. She's gonna be can't in... act that well, but she's super hot. I don't care. But no, for that kind of movie, you really don't need a super. I want to see too. someone who punches someone else really hard. <laughs> and you know what? I really appreciate seeing a movie and seeing a lady fight scene and believe that that lady would fight. Oh yeah, I feel bad you don't get to see her actually kick the shit out of what's his name at the end. Yes, well, which I was a little sad by that. Anyway, was that what else, Bill? That's it. What That's else? what done now. All right, now friends. we can go to the Geek Week and review. Friends, we're gonna take a brief break. We'll be back to talk to y'all about some nerdy things that happen, and then we'll talk to y'all about some Batman's. Everybody. Woo! Sonnet one hundred sixteen. Let me not to the mariage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love which alters when it alteration finds or bends with a remover to remove. Oh no. It is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempest and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark, whose worth's unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's fault, though rosy lips and shakes within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters not with his breath oars and wakes, but bears it out e'en to the edge of dumb. If this be Aaron upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. So Donald Faison, who I love, plays a cookie named Baby Snaps, who as an orphan um, meets Princess Bubblegum, who is the same age as she is now, so presumably Baby Snaps ages an accelerated rate. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, Princess so Bubblegum... So like a Doctor Who episode or something. Exactly. Yeah. Princess Bubblegum comes to visit the orphanage, which is full of misery and despair. Yeah. And when she walks in the door, everyone is excited and overjoyed to meet her. And Baby Snaps talks to her and she says, you can be whatever you want to be. And so he says... I want to be a princess so I can make people happy like you do. And she laughs at him. And so, of course, he goes on a psychotic rampage. It is, <laughs> it is a hostage episode. <laughs> I love Adventure Time. He takes, he takes, ho- he takes hostages in a quickie mart. <laughs> and there's a tense, like, there. Uh, it opens with all, like, the guards. Like, this is run- Princess Cookie? This is the Princess Cookie episode. <laughs> but it kind of made me, I mean, I know this is me being whatever, but it kind of made me uncomfortable because the just the episode was that he wanted to be a princess. Yeah. And that Princess Bubblegum laughed at him. Yeah. And it's it, it's like kind of, it's like equivocated with like a psychotic break. And he's sent to an asylum. And I'm like, it's okay if a dude wants to be a princess. That's... Like there was a part of me where like, I was like kind of offended by the gender politics. And then I was like, it's adventure time. Really. It's okay if they're not going to talk about trans people they'll, in an understanding way. They'll have a uh, Fiona and Cake episode where it'll be Prince Cookie and it'll be a whole like, yeah. <laughs> they'll sweep it under the carpet. Or there we go. Oh my god. Anyway, oh, yeah, I love Donald Faison. Uh, so uh, Marceline and the Scream Queen. Uh, Marceline and the Scream Queens comic was really good. The one that you picked up from Wasn't me last it though? Week. Yeah. All those Adventure Time comics are so fucking good. Yeah, whoever's editing that it. stuff for uh, Boom Studios deserves yeah. a fucking Eisner or something. Yeah, it yeah. is it is the hands down the best um, licensed comic I've ever the seen. The comics are just as good as the show. Yeah. 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 If if Ryan North does not get offered a position writing on Adventure Time, it is a crying shame. What does he really does good. he still do his own dinosaur comics oh, these yeah. days? He does a lot of stuff. Okay. He's a very active dude. But even the Marceline and Screen Queens, which is uh, you know written and drawn by Meredith Grand well, it was great so because it was so great because it was not trying to be an Adventure Time episode. I know it was just it was genuinely yeah. trying to be a story about these two ladies. Yeah, it was really great. The com the art was great. The coloring was great. It's just it's great. I like that lady. She's it's cool. great. Anyway, friends, you uh, know what oh, this, so this is. is okay. So we're gonna do a geek review. This will be quick, and then we're gonna do one more segment. That'll be the Batman spoiler cast stuff. 
And yeah, so friends, you can still stay with us. We'll not talk about Batman yet. Yeah, we're still cool. Not we're talking gonna talk about things. Oh, that fucked up part. Oh man, Catwoman actually. I can't believe Catwoman has cupcakes. a litter of cats. That's right. She poops. She's like secretly cat pregnant. She just loves those barbed penises. She lays those eggs. <laughs> little Easter eggs with little cat faces. Turns out if you take an Easter egg and draw a cat face on it, it, tur- it turns into a kitten. When it's it cracks open. The end of the movie is Bane. <laughs> Bane takes some of the eggs and he draws he a takes gun magic on it. Crayon. <laughs> then a giant gun. I never thought Christopher Nolan could pull off magic crayon <laughs> as being like the the the. the Anyway, friends, this is our Geek Week news. Poor Andrew Stanton has been cur- Poor Andrew sent out Stanton. into the cra- ca- cornfield. Um, he will be directing <laughs> Finding Nemo 2. What a Due for release in 2016 bitch. instead of making any more John Carter of Mars movies. Did you see John Carter of Mars? I've still not seen it's it It's not as bad as some people say it is, but it it's is not. not a good movie. I have a feeling it's going it to be boring. kind of like Waterworld for me, yeah. where I'm going to hear people shit on it, shit on it, shit on it, and then I'll watch it. It doesn't deserve its reputation, but it's 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 completely inert. It's just yeah. kind of there. Yeah. But you can't be $250 million worth of inert. I know, exactly. And that's why be he's something. being forced to direct, write and, uh, supposedly write and direct uh, Finding Nemo 2, which is this kind of depressing that Pixar is doing all these goddamn sequels now. Well, the thing is, if they're going to do sequels, I would hope they would put brand new people on them. Yeah. So so they could start help, uh, start uh, uh, growing a new crop of yeah. talent at the studio, yeah. at least with a, a sequel. Uh, and maybe you don't necessarily want new people dealing with someone else's. Yeah, movie if you know sequel, a property, maybe it's better if you're gonna have new. If you're gonna try to like cultivate a new uh, crop of talent at the studio, maybe, maybe it's better to let them do their own projects. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe that's the wrong thing to say. But yeah, no, this yeah, uh, Andrew Stanton. He was hoping to. He thought his next two movies are gonna be. Uh, completing the John Carter of Mars trilogy, and no, it's going to be making Finding Nemo 2. Poor guy. And then probably helping out in, like, Monsters Incorporated 3, and then yeah. Cars 4. Then <laughs> he dies. Yeah, and then he dies. <laughs> broken man. A broken man who's still a millionaire, yep. maker of movies that have been, like, been uh, yeah, a heartwarming joy of billions of, of people. Time. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that he can't uh, spend another half a billion dollars making more John Carter movies. Oh, boo, 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 God, oh, in the fucking, I've been watching Friday Night Lights, and Friday Night Lights shows up in uh, John Carter. Yeah, because that's Taylor Kitsch, Kitsch's first That guy thing, can't right? catch a fucking break, because he, he can't he in the battle. <laughs> he can't catch a football in, in Friday Night Lights His either. big three movies this year were oh, John Carter of Mars, movies? yep, John Carter of Mars, Battleship, and Savages. And I think Savages? all three of them bombed. I think um, Savages oh, was, um, what's his name? That guy's not a bad actor. What's his name? He's kind of boring, too, but... I can't remember who directed Savages. It was some dude that is a notable something, director. Something, something. No, I can't remember. Ugh. Well, anyway. So, I mean, I like... Finding Nemo is actually one of my favorite Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. I like the, the, that and The Incredibles and maybe Monsters. Which is funny, because, like, aside from The Incredibles, my two favorite Pixar movies are Finding Nemo and... The, and uh, uh, Monsters Incorporated, and yeah. both of those other movies are getting sequels in the next couple of years. Yeah. Monsters Incorporated too, but neither of those need sequels though. Yeah, like they're both so, such self-contained stories that, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't object to sequels on the face of them as long as they're <sighs> valid stories. Because yeah. like Toy Story did not need any sequels, but then Monsters Incorporated is all kind of a prequel, which yeah. is not bad. At least it's a prequel. I, I'd be a little more. I'd probably be a little more scared if they were trying to do a, another story about Boo. But the heart of the first Monsters Bill, Incorporated movie was Boo. If you want to know what happened Boo? to Boo, you just read my fan fiction where she's born in the world of the Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. She's raised by two awesome hyenas who <laughs> you know, are the You know that factory? screenshot where Nala is making her fuck me face? <laughs> <laughs> I just... 
I just photoshopped your worst face over that. And you wonder your 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 workmates are gonna listen to the podcast. Uh, but yeah, like with the Monsters Incorporated prequel, like what's gonna be the boo? Like what's gonna be the human? The boo along. Yeah, yeah. there gotta be something. Not to say it has to be another girl who gets lost in the world, but there has to be some kind of human. Well, it can be, it's be about their friendship. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason it can't be, but you have to treat that shit delicately. Yeah. You, you know, you can't just go like, oh, it's too prequel. Boo. Yeah. But if you it's know, Pixar, that was, we'll if see. a direct video release, I can kind of see them doing that. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, I can kind of, here's the thing. I can kind of sympathize with Pixar wanting to make their own sequels because the alternative no, is what they idea, almost yeah. walked into, which was Disney pumping out. Like sequels from some sort of tertiary company. Like, what are they? It's not. Is it that Circle Seven planes? they were putting together or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Or whatever the fuck you know. Because yeah. that's what that was the alternate world we'd live in. Well, yeah, like I said, I should not be compelling that much, but I get a little. And I like, know. Well, there you, has you can't not... help but want Pixar to make more original movies. Well, that's the thing. We keep on hearing about sequels lately, but not new stuff. Like the only new thing we've heard about lately is I thought. I think it's well, Pete Doctor doing the movie that t- takes place in the human imagination. And there's which is the like, boy and his dinosaur or whatever. Oh, I forgot that's a That's in too. development. Yeah. It's Pixar. They've yeah. got to have things in the hopper that are guaranteed uh, hits and then some experiments. Especially on the tale of... Wait, you saw Brave, right? I saw Brave. Yeah, Brave was fine. Brave. But it wasn't necessarily like... Argh. Well, it was a movie I walked into, I enjoyed, and then I left, and I never thought about it again, really. Oh, so I've been watching Downton Abbey. Yeah. And Gosford... Did you ever see the movie Gosford Park? No. Um, Brave is in that. The lady who does the voice of Brave. Yeah. She's very cute. And yeah. she's also making goo goo eyes at Shoot 'em Up. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Clive Owen. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name. Shoot, shoot up, up. Shoot up and at them. Shoot up and at them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's, that's, that's. Uh, Apparently, what the... that's us talking about Andrew Stanton. Why did I type New Godzilla movie? We talked about that last week. Um, there... So, there's going to be a 21 Jump Street sequel. Which you should do. I still need to see the first one because I I love Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Uh, Supposedly these guys are not working on it, though. No, they're not, but I need to see the original. Yeah, so Chris Miller and Phil Lord, we've talked about them. Their their career trajectory was Clone High, which was (laughs) great. Fucking greatest career trajectory. Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, which was great. And then the 21 Jump Street movie, which is great. And um, so now they're working on a Lego movie. It's actually the Lego movie that we mentioned a while ago where Channing Tatum is going to voice Superman and Will Arnett will cho- voice Batman. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no, it's... the um, the cl- they will not be involved because they're busy with that. Well, so Good for them. Yeah. I want those dudes. I mean, those dudes are some talented motherfuckers. I want them to have every success. Also, I'm fascinated to c- see how their career continues to move because this is a strange career path. I think they're going to direct like a Cirque du Soleil show after this. Not <laughs> a movie, but they're just going to direct it like a stage play. They're going to direct a Sandcastle. <laughs> That's, that's what they got. Why not? Next. We're gonna start a hotel. Right. Maybe the Grand Budapest Hotel, starring Johnny Depp. Yes. Which is the official title of uh, Wes Anderson's next movie, not yeah. starring Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp will star in it, but it's just called the Grand Budapest Hotel. Is this the one that has Angela Lansbury? Yeah. Yeah. Which that should be cool. Angela Lansbury. Anything that gets her off her ass in front of a TV screen. That's right. Or uh, a goddamn uh, film. Murder. She wrote. What's she written lately? Yeah. What up with that? That's right. Man, I need to. I mean, Dylan's been talking about how great Murder She Wrote is. I need to watch it. I guess it's all on Netflix. I guess that's what when she goes home from work, that's what she does all night while she's like drawing. <laughs> that's a hell of a thing. Well, you know, it's good. It's good background. Well, I guess noise. it was her childhood like TV show. That oh yeah, no, my my family watched Murder She Wrote all the time, yeah. all the time. I've never my, actually seen it. We watched. They watched Murder She Wrote, Mystery, so Poirot and Sherlock Holmes, and Father, Star Father Trek, Downing Mysteries, Star Trek: The Next Generation. That was all my family watched. I still can't believe you're not into Star Trek. It bums me out so hard. It is a show that goes on when it's time for me. 
you go to bed. <laughs> I at, least I couple, I, at least I got you to watch a couple episodes of Deep Space Nine. I, you know, I accept that Star Trek is good. No, it's fine. You don't, it's you're not, not obligated to love it, but it's just there's so, there's some nice moments and characters in there. That's all. Yeah, that's all. It is just missing some but, essential nutrient that I need. Which I can understand, though. That's the thing. It's not like one of those things where I can't understand why you don't like Star Trek. It's just one of those things where I'm like, yeah, me, eh, eh, whatever. You know, not the end of the world. Uh, Emmy nominations. Yeah, did you see anything about this stuff? No. Uh, Mad Men and Downton Abbey are the two big drama nominees. They get a bunch of awards. John Hamm got Best Acting nominations for both drama and comedy work. Seriously? He got nominated for drama for Mad Men stuff. Yeah. And he got nominated for uh, the live episode of 30 Rock where he plays yeah. a dude in blackface. Seriously? There's a scene where he's like a blackface guy and yeah. of course Tracy Morgan's there and he yeah. like knocks him out or something. Yeah. Did you see that, that I episode? am like a season behind on 30 Rock. But yeah, John Hamm in blackface and like... And the show just cuts back. His character on 30 Rock is amazing. I, don't think he's even, I think he's playing that character, but then he's also playing, like, there's this live uh, episode of 30 yeah. Rock this past year. It keeps on jumping back and forth in time. Yeah. And so they'll show, like, old 1950s shows. And so, oh. like, when they jump back in the 50s, it's John Hamm playing a blackface guy with Tracy Morgan sitting there, like, oh, he gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> somehow get away with shit like that because well, there was the Tracy, Tracy Morgan well, that's, being yeah well, the, the, the other great race joke that they did was when um, uh, Alec Baldwin takes on the persona of his dad, of his dad. <laughs> hey, son. and you're just laughing at this really uncomfortably <laughs> but somehow it's okay oh god Tracy Morgan on Twitter the other day he was flipping out about how now that he's dead he can come out with the truth that Ernest Borgnine was his real dad He's like, oh, no, wait, I got confused. It was actually like, oh, you had to be there on Twitter. <laughs> you had to be there to get this Twitter joke. <laughs> Here's Bill's Internet Joke Corner uh, for this week. Um, so, yeah, The Good Wife, which I guess had been nominated. You'd love The Good Wife. It's some good shit. Uh, this is the first season in which it was not nominated for anything. Man, that show it is filmed so nicely. I, I can't get over it. Like, really. You said, you said you've the been first, watching that on iTunes, not yeah, on Netflix. The okay. first episode is free on iTunes. Download it. It is really good, and it is consistently good. It is the first show I've ever seen that out of the gate is what it is and yeah. continues just this really competent, really nicely done path. I'm super impressed by it. Yeah, supposedly uh, Good Wife got pushed aside in favor of Breaking Bad and or Downton Abbey, which is kind of a shame. Breaking Bad is one of the best shows ever made. Downton Abbey is retarded bullshit. (laughs) I love Downton Abbey. The production values. Have you have you not seen any Downton Abbey? We've we've had this conversation about four times now on this podcast. First up, the first season on Netflix. One episode of Downton Abbey. It's really the guy. You'll you know you need to at least get the second episode where the hot guy quote unquote shows up. The the new heir. He actually is great casting for for a guy from the. He would have to be. He has this like thousand Naked year stare. Tom Hardy, who every thirty seconds stops the show to look through the <laughs> camera and say, "Hey, Annie, you're looking good today." What's I know it's oh, Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. Glory. Maggie Smith has been in a lot of things. I know. This is just a little If fun. I want some Maggie Smith, I will watch any part of her acting canon. But no, the writing in Downton Abbey, the plot, not even the actual script writing is fine, but the plotting is retarded, like soap opera bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I accept that y'all love Downton Abbey. That's um, okay. uh, yeah, no mon- nominations for either The Office or Parks and Recreation. Not Which is a crying shame. This last season of Parks and Rec was great. Who the fuck has seen The Office in the last five years? But yeah, yeah, Parks and Recreation was on fire this year. That's a bummer. Although Amy Poehler got nominated for best uh, for for she got an uh, writing and a, uh, directing acting. Oh, good. You know, because she just you know plays yeah. the main star, and so that's cool. She got. Uh, I guess she's up for an award. Is it writing 
or performing against Tina Fey. Mm. One of those awards is against Tina Fey, which yeah. I would imagine writing too, because yeah, she's got. A, I don't know. That's a, uh, I did. I didn't research things that uh, that well. Uh, acting stuff: Skylar, Gus Fring, and uh, the two main characters from Breaking Bad got acting nominations. Mad Men's Lane Price and Christina Hendricks. Oh, they got nominations. Lane Price, my favorite character on Mad Men. Yeah, he's he's a little English guy who looks like a frog. Making me so happy. <laughs> and, you know, it's Christina Hendricks with her boobies. She got nominated. I'm surprised she gets nominated because everyone just talks about how hot she is. And I don't think people who are hot are necessarily guaranteed to get an actress nomination because, you know, people, like, if I were a fellow actor, I'd be like, man, she only, she only popped her because her tits hanging out. And I'm glad she does good it is work. Possible She's that, a good say, actress. It's possible to act through the tits. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Tits do put a good impression out. They but, do. Um... Oh, yeah. Also, Mary, the close-eyed lady, <laughs> Maggie Smith, Mr. Bates, and his uh, girlfriend, Maid Anna, from Downton Abbey, got nominated for acting stuff. Ma- so the main female lead in Downton Abbey, her eyes are too close to character, too close together. They look. Yeah. She looks like Orange Kitten. <laughs> you gotta watch that show again and think about your cats and think of how she looks like Orange Man. Kitten. Because Annie's cat, one of her cats, her eyes are too one, small. One eye is bigger than is too, is too big for her socket. And she just makes this permanent expression of just kind of like Whoa. she's just furious forever. And that just happens to look like Mary from Downton Abbey. Is all I'm saying. She's an attractive lady, the actress, but yeah. she, her eyes are a little bit too close together. She just looks like a little cat lady. She looks yeah. like. Avatar. Not Avatar Last Airbender. She looks like James Cameron's Avatar. <laughs> Something's off about her face a little bit. Mm. And Amy Poehler, yeah, nominated for acting and writing, and Peter Dinklage, bumping him, but got nominated for Game of Thrones again for acting. As well, he should, because he's uh-huh. a badass. Especially now, he's the main character of he's that goddamn show. The put imp. Uh, I'll find one final thing about the Emmys. Bob's Burgers and Adventure Time also both got nominated for Best Animated Show. Adventure Time is so good. Did you yeah. see the picture this week of Steve working in, in the story? Hanging out with, uh, what's his name? Pendleton Ward. Ward. Yeah. Made me so happy. I didn't realize that's why he was going down to, he moved from Canada to L.A. I guess he's working on the show full time now. Mm-hmm. Like actually at the studio. Because he was him. he was story, he was storyboarding uh, Adventure Time for a long time, yeah, but now he's actually... Far. He'll be on the season. Well, I wonder if they kind of did some amount of um, changing in in, in the, the the ranks yeah. because uh, Pendleton Ward has that other show. Yeah. So yeah, some his his older guys probably got bumped up to the other show. Yeah. And so now yeah, they're to bring in some of the some fresh talent to come in full time for uh, Adventure Time, which is yeah. good. I mean, fucking everything Steve draws is a goddamn Adventure Time horror show anyway. Yeah. So he just it's not like he has to try that hard to draw like fucked up stuff from that universe. Yeah. Uh, which is great. That's a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. He this drew a caricature of me once. Oh, man, that Steve looked so Wolford. terrible, he would not let me see it. <laughs> so Steve Wolford has an amazing skill. He always <laughs> said that if, if animation didn't work out, he was going to go to like a, a fairground and, and draw terrifyingly unflattering but accurate caricatures of people. It, he uh, I, he drew one of our friend Dylan that is the most amazingly awful. It looks thing. like her, but also just looks like oh, a skeleton monster. Yeah. Oh, it's well, great. You recognize it's her. But but it's, it's the, the most. This is the worst thing is that they're accurate. They're if accurate things. He draws. If the devil was trying to make fun of you, <laughs> that is what that that is what Steve Lieber draws. He's he's a fucking fantastic artist. He just does not pull any punches though when it comes to drawing people. Oh, um, man. what else happened? Read this next thing, because I actually miswrote it. I'm it reading sense. Wonderella. <laughs> oh, what's this? You know what I mean? You're totally tuned out from the Geek Winger Aaron Sorkin fired all the writers from the Wait, newsroom. Wait, so what is this? He fired everybody? He fired all the writers from the newsroom, his new TV show, except for his girlfriend. Oh, really? Aaron Sorkin, classy motherfucker. 
Well, people wow. are suspecting that the only reason she didn't get fired was because he has a habit of dating co-workers anyway. Yeah. And I guess he's not officially, like, hooked up with anybody right now. Yeah. Which is kind of fucked up to say, oh, the only reason she kept her job is because she fucking him. But I wouldn't be that surprised. Uh, Aaron Sorkin sounds like kind of a sleazebag. Um, I can't imagine what it would be like to be a, on the writing team for Aaron Sorkin. And then he, he ended up becoming like... a character of his next show when he gets pissed off <laughs> well, at you. Well, yes. Here's, here's Smitty. He but couldn't he write looks, for shit. He looks like such a... He seems like such a very focused and um, c- creator. Well, he rewrites everything everyone, everyone gives him yeah. anyway. His name is usually on every script that he's ever worked on before, yeah. so... I'm really curious to see what he actually is like as a... I would be curious to see a documentary behind the scenes of the world of Aaron Sorkin. Oh, God. That is not written by Aaron Sorkin, I should say. <laughs> uh, Fred Willard, everyone heard about this. He got busted jerking off in a porno theater and lost his job narrating a PBS reality show. Man, that sucks. Yeah. The only thing Fred Willard was... I, he was the live-action president in Finding... Uh, not Finding Nemo. Oh, in uh, Wally. Wally. Yeah. Well, I love Fred Willard. My favorite Fred Willard sh- role is... Um, he is one of the um, commentators in Best of Show. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. Oh, my God. Because I know he's, he's, one of, so he's part of that troupe. Funny. Yeah. No, he's, he's fucking hilarious. Man. And, of course, everyone's making the joke about, like, oh, so what are you he's jerking off in a movie theater? Didn't he have a computer? He's He's old school. He old. He's old school. You gotta listen to the boy Howdy podcast. <laughs> he He's knocking over a window right now. So, hey guys, you guys are having a really good show. Your live show that you're putting on right now. Oh, it's Fred Willard. Uh, oh. So, in other news, Ronald D. Moore of Battlestar fame is turning Outlander, a Diana Bagaldi. I've never heard of this, this writer before. Series about a World War II nurse who gets sent back to 18th century Scotland. This is the part of the sentence that doesn't make sense to me, Bill. <laughs> And presumably gives birth to mitochondrial Eve. Because it's how Battlestar Galactica ends. Oh, see, I never watched Oh, you never saw that? Spoilers. (laughs) Uh, Spoilers if you've never seen Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Anyway, You never saw that? No! Mitochondrial Eve. I got as far as they they stuck. um, They don't go back in time. It turns out current day is like five billion years ago. Oh, okay. In Battlestar Galactica. See, I got as far as they stuck um, a space dentist in an airlock, and that's when I stopped watching Battlestar. You should have stopped watching it before that. Yeah, I should have. I could see why that was your jumping off point. I should have stopped when they all heard music in their heads. That's when I should have stopped. Yeah, no, that was bad. Anyway, he's turning it into a TV show. Um, Yeah, wasn't he going to do a show that was like a, a police procedural with magic? I found the pilot of. I forget what the name of the show was but it was yeah an idea what if science was never invented and it was a police procedural and then uh, no shit Dylan and I we watched the pilot on YouTube and we were dying because that's like the first line of dialogue is the voiceover what if science was never invented <laughs> really? it's something to that effect uh... we're just like who made what that doesn't even make like, sense yeah, in a sentence <laughs> how do you even make that as a yeah what <sighs> And so yeah, it's it's it was a world of magic where people are trying to solve crimes by like you know praying to the gods and stuff like that. Yeah. It was really stupid. I appreciate the ambition of what you're trying to do there, but yeah. it was funny because like this is the first thing he did right after Battlestar, and of course everyone from Battlestar had no job left. So the entire cast was entirely Battlestar. Oh people. yeah, wasn't it? Uh, um, what's his name? Bamber. What's yeah, his name? and it's what's your face, Edie. Oh yeah, um, everybody. Uh, Trisha, yeah, no. Or uh, what's her name? It's uh, uh, it's it's Miss Mrs. President from West Wing. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? <laughs> We're awful. Soccer uh, Channing. Soccer Channing. Yeah, she shows Soccer up. Soccer Channing, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah. No, it was. The pilot still may still be out there on YouTube, but man, is what if science was never invented? I can't even remember what the name of the show was, but I, I just called it in the show notes. Uh, what if science was never invented? <laughs> so that is the Geek Week in review. Anything else happened this week? 
Man, I was trying to contribute, and I couldn't think of any damn thing. You toned out. You don't even know what the hell I said for the last <laughs> 20 minutes. Okay, so uh, one last break. We're going to... Uh... And we'll come back and talk a little bit about some Batman. Some Batman. Yeah. because we're going to talk about some spoilers. And this movie, while the reveals are all very silly, it's enjoyable silly. This movie it's is a good time. It's a combination of nine hours of movie making. It's a good time. It's a good time to just walk into not expecting anything. So yeah. please, friends, if you've not seen it, please stop listening right now. Just stop our podcast. Hopefully come back next, when next week and listen to our Star That's Trek right. Part 2 Jesus podcast. Christ. Did you listen to the first one we recorded? I tried to listen to about ten minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's nope. delicious. <laughs> oh, anyway, so uh, Batman. Batman. What do you think? I enjoyed it. This it this, works, man. If you think, yeah, go ahead. This this because it, it's 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 a movie about a man in a bat suit who punches bad guys. So man, this my, one's not even about a guy in a bat suit as much as a guy hobbling around a cane for the first hour. Yeah. Not, you know, even Batman doesn't show up for like which right, I'm fine with because Batman movie, that's actually is not the that least late. interesting part of the Batman movies, and yeah. that is not any fault of of the script per se or um um what's his butt's performance. It's just genuinely that like all the other well, people this movie who got puts them. forth the idea that he is Batman and that. Bruce Wayne is actually the mask. Yes. It's fucking deep, motherfucker. Which actually works, because what is it that Quentin Tarantino's big thing in Kill Bill is that uh, Clark Clark Kent is the mask? Yes. Yeah, that whole speech with Bill at the end of the... Which I can understand why you like uh, Spider-Man, because Spider-Man, he has to work really hard to try to be Spider-Man, because yeah. he really is Peter Parker, even yeah. when he's Spider-Man. When he's Spider-Man, he's Peter Parker. That's why I love Ultimate Spider-Man, because everyone... I think there actually is an issue where Peter Parker makes a list of all the people who knows that he's <laughs> Spider-Man and it's like three pages how long. Many, how many uh, superheroes are there with that old, like that secret identity thing? Or where they have more to the point identity? like how many secret how many popular superheroes now exist that where that that's actually a thing that's part of their mythology that people that that still work and care about those characters. Wait, what is, is the like, question? Oh well, no, like how many how many superhero characters that, that are big now do, do, that that have, that secret, have identities. secret identity? Yeah. Most of them. Because, like, the X-Men really don't have secret identities. They might have code names and stuff, but they don't, they, like, the, they don't have the whole double life thing. Well, they do to some degree, though, because the Professor Xavier's school for blah, 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 it is not publicly known that this is the camp No, of... but it's not like Wolverine pretends to be someone else when he's that out drinking true. at the bar. That's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily... Like, they, they can be in hiding, but no one... Like, it, that seems like a, such an outdated superhero thing from, like, the 30s and 40s of, like, the idea of, like, oh, the secret identity of, of stinky pants. 
Well, but you say oh, that, but pretty much me. every, like, almost all the other ones There's have origin stories where somebody will be somebody who turns into a superhero, but, like, how many characters, well, like, take no. off their glasses? Batman has now. a secret identity. Superman has a secret identity. Spider-Man has a secret identity. Yeah, who else? That's what I'm saying. Um, Those are kind of, like, the big three. The X-Men don't... Well, like, well... It there is, are other characters, I know. It's not... Like, Catwoman, she's like only a cow, but she doesn't really have, like... And, like, I don't know many Wonder superheroes. Woman. This is the problem here, because I'm like, I Does don't she really know. just pretend to be anyone else yeah. other than Wonder Woman? Yeah, Who is she? What's her secret identity? Why are you asking me? Because I'm curious! Because, like, Batman is one Bill, of your secret Bill, identities. If only you had some about. sort of device, some sort of tablet shit That's what I'm saying, but no one knows... I don't know who Wonder Woman's secret identity is. I've read, like, four... No one cares. It's not essential to the mythology of that character. I've read, like, four superhero comics. Daredevil has a super secret identity. I would say that more Stinkles. superheroes have secret Fuck identities. I than... like Bruce Wayne. I like man. That's one of the things, man. Just even starting at the beginning of this movie, the fact that like I thought they were playing off the whole Bruce Wayne needing the cane thing. I thought that was going to be a trick, and I thought he was going to pull Willy Wonka. Yeah, where he's going to find out. Like, I don't need this cane. I've been training for eight years now, but the yeah. top form I've ever been. Yeah, and like when uh, uh, Catface knocks him over. <laughs> Catface meowers. Ah, <laughs> uh, and he that falls down. And I was like, man, that that that's a really you know what was my favorite character. part about this movie. Really, I learned that if you have a spinal injury, <laughs> you just punch someone in the back and hang them on a hook for a couple of days, and then they're gonna do a lot of crunches, and then they'll be okay. <laughs> I was hoping I want to be a doctor in the Batman world. I want to go see this movie again. And sit right next to a crippled person in a wheelchair. <laughs> what the hell happens? I just want to turn them and go, does that work? Really? You should, you should try that. Has anyone I've got, I've you? Some room. Has anyone punched you in the spine? You have a vertebrae sticking out. It's okay. You Has just smack it out real hard. Just smack your spine back into condition. God. Well, even speaking of that scene, when, when I forgot that whole Bane's whole thing is that he breaks. He, does he kill Batman? He in 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 the in original the comics, comics, he breaks Batman's back. And like I forgot that was his shit because you know he actually does the thing where he breaks Batman yeah, over his. That knee. is from the comic. And I kept on thinking, don't break my butt, don't break my butt, don't break my butt, don't break my butt. Internet memes are ruining me, ruining me on seeing movies these days. Um, uh, no, I thought it was you know. It's a movie. It is a movie about a man. <laughs> this is not a critical analysis of the movie. It's it's a exactly. It's a movie about a man who dresses like a bat, and when he gets a spinal injury, a dude just punches him real hard, and then he climbs out of a hole and makes his way home. So much of this Christopher Nolan like uh, super uh, realistic bullshit. Because it's like I don't. I, I, uh, I enjoy. This is definitely more comic booky than The Dark Knight. Yes. Well, I this, think like this is why this movie really you know i should have seen uh batman begins before seeing this because i have not seen yeah. batman begins since it was out actually yeah. out in theaters yeah and this from what i remember of that first movie this definitely ties more back into the kind of the yeah. comic booky nature of that movie yeah and this really does feel like this is just like these three movies have really just been one long nine hour movie. well see and this, this is, is the, the thing realistically yeah. i thought i thought dark right noises was great and silly yeah but um the movies as a whole <sighs> have been crazy consistent yeah like both in tone well, and tone just were like the, like and... where the dark knight the second one was more like a like a heat like like the movie yeah. heat the second but one that's, was great. it didn't necessarily break it didn't change no. or anything like that i mean name just... another superhero trilogy that was that consistently just quality no, this is the best third like third installment of like maybe a movie tri- even in a movie trilogy yeah. 
Not counting, well, even Lord of the Rings, you can say Return of the King was great, but at least superhero. This is the best third superhero movie that's ever been yeah. released. Let's put it. I mean, I it's the shit out of Spider Man these... Three or Superman Three or Batman Three. Yeah, these Christopher Nolan movies have just been a good time. Yeah. And the thing is, I thought the second one was a great movie, but yeah. all of his movies, I enjoyed them as They're I watched retarded. them. As I'm watching them, I'm like, fuck, this is a three hour movie. Is Prestige the one with the twins? Yes. There you Spoiler, go, everybody. Well, I will say this about the Dark Knight Rises. Twins. I forgot because that's how the movie starts. They murder <laughs> the Dark Twins. Yeah, that's right. Oh. No, uh, no, I'm being a dick. <laughs> no, uh, I what I really enjoyed about Dark Knight Rises is that it was a very consistent Christopher Nolan movie. But this is the first one where his women aren't fridged. This is the first one where the women were actually like active characters more than passive characters, and I did not like object to them or find them. There's bland. only one lady character in there, right? Bane. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's right. No, the other one's a cat. There's right. a cat pretending to be a lady. That's right. That was kind. Of, that kind of fucked me up. I, I want to fuck that cat. I was cat. confused and aroused. That cat looks like Mary I was Poppins. Put my egg in her. <laughs> that's right. That's, that is what Foley pointed out. Since Disney proved to us that Anne Hathaway is an earlier evolved version of the Pokemon that is Julie Andrews. <laughs> that means what's that, the is Judy Dench like the old oh, like the battle damage? This means that Julie Andrews would have been a really good Catwoman. That's right. Bill, imagine oh. a young Julie Andrews in that cat suit. In the, like, the funny in, like, thing the is, like, 60s. I picture her in the 60s Julie Newmar outfit that looks just like little felt <laughs> ears that stick off in every direction. That would not be erotic. I was super skeptical about Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. She was great. She was good. She, man, and I love, like, when you first hear her, she plays in, like, I'm Anne Hathaway. I'm yeah. kind of goofy and goofy. Yeah. And when she, like, gets busted by, uh, by Charlie Nelson. Yeah. Who's Batman's other name? <laughs> Let's go with Charlie Nelson. Charlie Nelson. Charles Nelson O'Reilly. I don't know why. That's right. And when she suddenly makes that thing where she gets busted, she's like doing, yeah. oh, hey, Mr. Wayne. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, she because just... she had a voice just like Batman did. Yeah. But, the, the, but it was her. The that sexy was her... female version. She's not yeah. growling. But well, no, like... but I mean, like, she had her actual voice just like Bruce, like, not Batman. But within that one shot, but... she goes from, oh, no, Bruce Wayne, too. Yeah. Like, she just turns her head, yeah. and now she suddenly goes into, okay, now I'm, ca- and this is who I actually am, and I'm yeah. not happy with anything yeah. in the world. And I was like, it was, was great. great. She was awesome. I feel like a dick because when he because you know what you can say a lot about Christopher Nolan. His casting has been perfect in all these films. I can't believe yeah, I doubted it. The, it was great. The biggest crime in this movie though is Tom Hardy's wasted in this movie. Tom, though. you know what? You cast Tom Hardy. You cover up his whole face. I know his beautiful face. I don't care though because Tom Hardy is the most beautiful slab of man meat. In the oh, world. he's got a little bit of belly though. No, it's that's not, just not belly. No, 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 no. That is the build, not of someone who is out in the gym all day. That is the build of a man who climbs mountains and wrestles bears. Yeah. That oh, is, he's got the like that is the, like the Russian kind of. Because when you th- this that was my review of this movie was oh my god Tom Hardy's core slab of fuck he's meat. not it's not like abs or anything like that. He's just a solid chunk of dude. Yeah. And he will fucking rip a car in half. But then, and I'm just sitting there tittering. That's funny because oh. he's got the most expressive eyes though. He's he got this poor fool mask and there's this yeah. one scene where it's like kind of threatening Batman it's yeah. like where he's like oh I'll give you permission to die and uh, or what, what's his accent his accent in the movie he has a great pre- almost like proper I can't remember what it is is he has a very proper kind of British accent like it's yeah, like but slightly it's kind not of like, like there's some kind of like Welsh or Irish yeah. tinge to it that he's trying to do too because it's, it's not just normal uh, Tom Hardy I'm a terrible Anglophile so but I, yeah he's all yeah. like what are you talking about Batman <laughs> No, like first, like no one cared about me until I put on the mask. <laughs> Why are this? Why is like and, and I just weird disconnect between like his yeah. voice Tom and Hardy the is body, amazing. which is great. Yeah. That, that, that texture to the character, but yeah, yeah his like. 
covering up that face, but like when he's talking, like when he's threatening Batman, he's like, "I'm gonna let you die." He's got such kind of like sorrowful eyes yeah. that like kind of like. I mean, I you can know. say it was a waste of him as an actor, but he did it. I mean, that mo- that well, like, role, there's not a lot of. You just have to be a really. He just has to be a really passionate anarchist, and you have to believe that he is a passionate. His anarchist. acting and his death scene was amazing. <laughs> when he just disappears off the screen. <laughs> Stage, right? Really? That's how they get that. He's not getting back up from that. That's how they're gonna get, knock him he out of this movie. Shot. He got shot by the same uh, bat cannon cannon that blew up that the whole thing. Exactly. Car. I'm like, what? Well, that was my wife's argument. She was like, I wanted just a little more gore because it was a very much yeah, so no, PG-13 was... thing. Not just that, but also when um when uh, um uh, Tali die, Talia dies. <laughs> Five minutes. Like, well, it's like her, her, it's very clearly like her fucking neck is broken and shit, and the, but they didn't have any gore, like not even blood driven. They know there's her. only like ten seconds before this nuclear bomb goes off, and they're gonna just wait. They're gonna sit there and wait until she finally croaks. Like, I'm my father, I completed work. <laughs> That's a crazy. But like, I'm like, no, you got a fucking nuclear bomb. They're all off. chatting like as he's about to fly off to his death. Yeah. And they're like, let's spend about thirty seconds here. <laughs> we got two minutes. What you man? Can, did you see? Well, did you ever see the Batman? Like the original 1960s TV show, like the pilot movie or whatever they did. Well, isn't there a thing where Adam West is running down a boardwalk? <laughs> he gets a holding a big expo- like a big cartoon bomb with like a fuse at the top. Yeah, of and it. he's trying to like he knows his bomb's gonna go off any second. He's just trying yeah. to find a place to throw it. Like he's gonna go throw it in the water. There's a yeah. bunch of ducks in the water. Yeah, and, forgot about this that. This five minutes, and that's essentially the end of the Dark Knight trilogy, except it's a nuclear bomb. But that's kind of beautiful. Oh, yeah, no, it's that not kind bad. Of trick, you know, and it's... I was kind of hoping for a moment. Like right before his dies, he. I was hoping his last words would be, "Some days you can never get rid of a bomb." Because that would have been like of all the Batman reference to make yeah. that for that to him be his last words. Also, the fact that it's he goes out Superman. I like that would have been great if yeah. you're just like non sequitur. Superman. Superman. <laughs> Kip would have cried watching it. Everyone else would be like, "What? Superman? What the fuck was that? Did he see Superman right before he died? Did he really like that trailer too? Is I confused." <laughs> What the hell I was up with that trailer? Well, let's talk about Batman first, and we can. Batman's a fisherman. I guess he would. Be. I like. Or, I like. No, Superman's a fisherman. They made. They made him coastal. It kind. That's kind of a Pete's nice thing. Pete's being a fucking reporter. I'm sure he's going to become a reporter in that. Well, movie. no, but I mean that's just instead of ending a farm in the Midwest. It's like, it allows them to tap into that deadliest catch demographic <laughs> sort of thing. Man, he's you know? gonna he's gonna throw a sun at some crabs. <laughs> he's kill the hell out of them. Anyway, crabs. no, um, I, I, Man, Bane, no. I, I, Tom Hardy, I, you know, there wasn't much room to do, but he was great. He was just so Even beautiful. What, there was a little bit of controversy oh. that came out when he was filming. He was talking about this kind of role to him. Oh, he said he's like just working like at working, Starbucks. Yeah, working at McDonald's or whatever. Which, like, in retrospect, man, I was, I was hoping his character would have more of a motivation for what he's doing. It turns out he really just does want to kill 12 million people for no reason. He's an anarchist. He's well, one of those, technically, I want to see the world burn. Technically, he's working for uh, French face. Yeah, he's in love with Talia. Okay, I forgot about this. I actually, thank God I have the memory of a goldfish. Yeah. They announced when she was cast in this film that she was oh. playing Talia's... Well, uh, I don't know if they Laura. announced it. As no, much they as... did. Oh, did they? Because I remember reading that in Slash film when she's like, I am Talia! Da, da, da. Well, I remember they were talking about that and when it gets to the point where they're like talking about the son of, or the child of the mercenary. And I was like, well, are these guys brother and sister then? And yeah. I do love the switch when you find out that kid who got, comes out. Yeah. The kid who crawled out of the prison hole is actually... Yeah. That was great casting because that, that, nice. that kid's androgynous enough that yeah. you can like believe that it's Bane and, but yeah. it looks enough like What's her face? Yeah. That when they pull the reveal, it's like, oh my god, that would that is that does actually look more like her than it does Bane. Yeah. So what did 
the prisoners do to Bane to fuck him up so specifically that he needs a And then a he became a terrible mask? monster? Yeah, and then how did he get out? That Ra's al Ghul was like, you too weird. Yeah! <laughs> you too weird, man. Like, Ra's al Ghul I, can't leave. I like that this, this now officially allowed that role for Liam Neeson to once again be someone's dead dad. Yeah. Continuing that oh, God, proud Jesus. tradition. At least they got him to show up for 10 seconds. That he was was, he didn't even want to show up for the last Star Wars movie, but he showed up for the last <laughs> Batman movie. To be fair. His Force Ghost showed up. They couldn't get him to play the Force Ghost of Obi- or what Qui-Gon Jinn Bill, in Star Wars. Which one are you going to show? Which, which trilogy are you going to show up for? Really? Right. Well, yeah. Well, no, he saying. chose the right one. I'm not yeah. saying he's wrong. Um. Anyway, no, uh. I just, you know, Christopher Nolan does good, ridiculous set pieces. He does great casting. The score was fantastic. The effects were really satisfying. <laughs> Oh, I love the Batman, like the actual Batman, like leap motif in these movies yeah. musically. It's just. It's like. It's not even like an actual. Yeah. It's like. It's not even a melody. It's just someone like like at the newspaper factory just chunk, chunk, turn out uh, newspapers. Chris, yeah. okay, I really liked it. This is the first of three movies this year that is Joseph Gordon Lovett as an action lead. Well, oh, you know what? The only other movie this year that I'm, I'm going to be this worried about seeing in the, in the theater before I get spoiled is going to be Looper, too. Yeah. He's what, in Looper, his other one? and he's also in the terrible but great looking premium rush. Have you seen the trailer for oh, this? Oh, the bike the movie a bike is not messenger. out yet? It's coming out like last year. Oh, okay. It's coming out like next year. Yeah, because that was a while ago I saw the trailer yeah. for that. Man, Jogo! Jo- Jiggles. I love me some Jogo. Jiggles, so Jiggles was great. Apparently <laughs> that's what the ladies at SNL called it. Did we talk about, uh, did we talk, like, do because I know we have talked about this. Did we talk about this on the podcast, what we thought his character was going to turn out to be, and I, it turned out I was correct. Where I, th- I figured that the only reason you have a character like that in the last Batman movie is for yeah. him to take over the role of Batman. Yeah. Because why do you get, like, someone with as much of a rising star yeah. to take over just, like, random cop? I would totally, I would totally watch a movie where he's Nightwing. I know, I'm totally fine. I'm, they'll, they'll, they, they will not make those movies, but I'm totally no. fine if they don't. Well, here's but the thing, But that's great, that, like, I, like... It was a nice, it was a nice note to I, end I, I don't want to even him to become Nightwing. I like the fact he that he... could be Batman. He could be Batman. That was the whole point. I, the whole movie's called Dark Knight Rises and yeah. the last fucking shot. That's... Yeah. Like I'm kind of like I'm, I wasn't so impressed with the whole entirety of the film, but the last yeah. five minutes of that movie just fucking yeah. like the actual like uh, what do they call it at the end of the movie? The epilogue, the endowments. Yeah, yeah the, the 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 falling action. Yeah, no, that was great. Like, yeah. and I liked the really subtle thing when when um, Alfred is off having his his coffee and he looks over and there's Bruce Wayne and you see Anne Hathaway in profile but she's slightly out of focus. No, so yeah, don't make a big deal. I had to look. I because I was curious to see who the hell he was going to be with. It, I, like I didn't notice if there were kids there. Cause yeah. like when uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, he's like well, you sitting there with your wife, well, your children, <laughs> your children, <laughs> your children, Mr. Wayne. I don't want to see you die. Look, like your your husband. I don't know. Um, <laughs> like your husband. That's <laughs> in Bill's fan fiction. Turns out that uh, Maggie Hall, she got a clit like a penis. <laughs> oh, that that a weird relationship. Bill, what is it too much? Anyway, I agree. I That's like the, the only ending. part they found of her after I like she got blown up. I like the ending very much. No, but like, look, it's the last shot of the movie is the, the Dark Knight Rising. Yeah. I mean, it's insinuating that he's actually he's actually yeah. fucking Batman. Yeah, I really liked but Joseph Gordon-Levitt's The moment that, that what's his name, Alfred's talking about, like, I don't want to see in Florence, Mr. Wayne. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's good. That, the only reason he's mentioning this is, oh, like, yes. this explains the this end of the movie. The, yeah. Because that'd be great if they didn't have that scene and suddenly, like, you do see Batman and, and like, Alfred aren't talking to each other. Like, everyone would be yeah. like, why are they not 
Yeah. He's still alive. It's a good well, it was it was kind of great. I mean, it was kind of nice that this the movie ended with Batman with Bruce Wayne having a happy ending. Bruce Wayne having to sit in that fucking cafe every day for six months <laughs> waiting, waiting for Alfred. Alfred. <laughs> he doesn't want to call an email, but like Alfred, for fuck's sake, <laughs> show the fuck up. I put even my will. I feel a little note. Like if you put together the first letters of every sentence in my will that t- talking to you, it says Alfred show up at the fucking floor. It says cafe. Alfred show up at the cafe this day. Never gonna give you up. Please. Never gonna let you down. <laughs> I do like the Catwoman ends up becoming Bat- uh, uh, Batman's girlfriend. Well, I like I like the little arc with Catwoman that it's like that he he believes that she is more than she is. He has to go suffer through a lot of shit to prove that. Yeah, because like the only reason he gets he get broke back. It's because the reason she, why she he broke back mountain yeah. is, but I liked I liked that little arc that she had. I also liked the casual or casual bisexuality. That was a mm-hmm. nice thing. Of what? Her her chickadee. Yeah, I don't know what was going on there. There was the people total... were suspecting that when they announced that they were looking for a blonde girl to be in this movie that they like that that character was going to turn out to be Harley Quinn or something like yeah. that. Oh no, she's just a random chick. Well, Although they... there's no reason for that character to even exist in the movie. Well, the they're other, roommates. She's kind of uh, the the vibe. I was like, she's she, like kind of the the safe. You're telling me the lesbian place. says, I, remember. "I know, right?" The lesbian reads lesbianity into it. I was not the only one. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying and you're it doesn't matter. Like I mean, no. it's, it's a nice little character well, thing. I like, like the fact that that's in... her. I her her safe. I appreciate place. the fact they didn't turn Catwoman into a, like an old hooker or anything. Like, there's no reason why you yeah. couldn't assume certain things about her past. My friend, but they don't make her like. My friend is full of bullshit a lot, but a friend of mine keeps telling me that originally Christopher Nolan wanted Cher to be Batwoman. Catwoman. Catwoman. She would be Batwoman. <laughs> well, she would fly with her vaginal lips. Cher. Cher. I'm gonna Google this right now and wow. see if this is full of bullshit. Oh, and then they could have gotten uh, Eric Stoltz to play uh, Clayface, at, like in his Rocky Dennis makeup, and there would have been a whole reunion. Um, that's what? Who told you this? This is my my bullshit coworker who's obsessed with movies, and to be fair, Cher. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I'm sure it's that character, bullshit, the blonde chick, like l- oh, that rumor. movie needed to be fucking trimmed. That movie is like at least half an hour. What hour the Dark Knight Night Rises? Yeah, all of the Batman movies are a little too long. That whole middle part of the all movie, of I had no idea. What, like even the opening of the movie, where there's something about one airplane rapes another, and like they that have to kill a scientist. The only purpose no of that entire sequence was um, to have a really cool action sequence. That like. But even, like, comparing this, like, Bane to the Joker, like, jo- the Joker's entrance, his whole opening scene was a hell of a lot cooler and more comprehensible than Bane's, where just randomly, like, well, Bane's in an airplane kind of fucking up well, an aer- another airplane, and there's he, a doctor, and the doctor it's dies. The but then the doctor shows up later? Well, it's the sci- He doesn't die. They no take shit! Him. He shows up again! <sighs> oh, no, he takes him out. He's trying to kidnap the scientist? He kidnaps him, and he takes the other body, and he, he does the blood transfusion, so it'll have the doctor's blood in it. And he fakes the death. And that's why they're talking later. Oh, that's why they make go out of their way to say, this guy wrote an article, but then he mysteriously died, remember? In the uh, plane crash? But there's remember that plot point, everybody? There's, like, like, there's fingerprints and Wall Street and clean power. <laughs> and just like, there's a lot, there's too many balls being juggled in the middle of that movie. And we're like, what? And then there's two guys and there's one guy with like a, like a, like, like, like a lunchbox face. You have to have a reason. Evil. For Batman to punch somebody really hard, you know what was one of my favorite callbacks in that whole movie was oh, no. the 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 um uh what's his name Crane showed up again as the judge. I like Asia. I love the fact that no matter what happens in that world, I like. He's like always think, fucking around somewhere. I on the, like on the, the margins. Of that bomb went off. 
Yeah. For some reason, he would have been behind the one last little piece of rebar yep. that would have been like radioactive proof. Yeah. Like he would have hidden hiding out in a fridge. And he's like, hey, would everyone go? And just wandered off into the That distance. was such a great way to bring that character back. Mike Russell was convinced that the Joker, that like uh, Christopher Nolan was going to have a place for the Joker in this movie if uh, Heath Ledger hadn't died. I have no, aside from that one cameo, if that could have been the Joker instead of Jonathan Crane. I don't know where that. That would have been stuck. a perfect place for for the Joker. I don't think the Joker would have been working for Bane. I think Bane... well, the whole point was that that was not Bane's thing. But that's kind of Bane's. That's playing well, into Bane's whole like usurping the upper class. Of... Sure, but like the they didn't the movie didn't do a great job of communicating this. I thought, but um, the whole idea of like no, this, whole... this anarchy um, like... anarchy plan does not make any sense. Okay, and like even that passage of time is confusing. Even though well, it's because Batman is days. like in a in like in the, literally the opposite end of the globe. Long enough to re to re knit together his spine. Three thousand cops are stuck underground beneath Gotham for three months, five months. Well, they give them food and water. But where are they? Sh- like it's just like. Oh, so I guess also someone's also collecting the garbage and keeping the heat and power on despite the fact that the town's been cut off from the rest of the world. Well, they do a no lame one... job of, of, of explaining that because Bane is all like, you're going to provide for us and blah, blah, blah. I know, but because, it's still just like, you know. and what, what's his ultimate goal is to kill everybody in the end. Why yeah. does he just set off the bomb? Like, I don't know. Like, the, the, like at least the Joker, his motivation was chaos, but yeah. at least it was all chaos directed towards Batman. Yeah. So at least he had a purpose, and it was all towards like chaos, and tr- trying to force Batman to break his own rules. Yeah, which that's that that's 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 better than the Joker having a plan where he's going to unleash Smilex gas on the entire population. Well, see, my like, thing is like, why did what's her butt just stab like cut off Bruce Wayne's dick when they slept together? Yeah, oh, that's what she had a thousand opportunities. Like the moment they fire up the fusion reactor the first time, and like, she gets, I want you to feel all of your city dying. How does like, she not walk over and just hit the fun button and say, uh, uh, "Detonate right now"? Is the moment they bring that reactor online. She, what she should have done is she should have put the button to set the bomb off inside her vagina. <laughs> so that when Bruce there's Wayne, also, there's the confusing thing about like. Oh, an average citizen has the trigger. Not me, because I'm Bane, but an average... And it turned out, no, it's actually a uh, French face. She got the trigger. Well, it was foreshadowing that the real villain is not, in fact, Bane, but an average citizen, blah, blah, blah. That was what it was... He got shot by the back. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy just makes my brain stop working. I'm watching this movie where he's just like this weird steroid freak with shaved everything. Yeah. He doesn't have any pit hair. And you can't even see his face. No. And I'm still just sitting there going, like, yeah, Tom Hardy. On that mask. Yeah, yeah, Tom Hardy. Oh, they do like his mask gets a little punched up and he can't breathe for a little while. Yeah. And then, I like, I I like, like that she part where she's it. fixing his helmet and he's crying. Well, I like the insinuation of, it's it sucks because the revelation of who she is, actually, what little interesting bits you have about Bane's character kind yeah. of get stolen because yeah. at least you know you find out like you think he's this guy who wants to, he, just this child born of darkness who's, who escaped from this prison and then when you find out it was actually this it was her who did it he suddenly becomes a less interesting character yeah. although I like the idea that he was her protector and stuff yeah. like that yeah. so at least you know they have a little bit of a history and I, I do like I, I'm, I'm curious to see the movie again just to see all that stuff reads I'll wait until yeah. it comes out on, on Blu-ray and I'll just watch it then like in, in, in November but yeah no I like the relationship but just really wasn't enough if they had more of a plot that wasn't just killing everybody yeah randomly why are they why Gotham of all fucking places Jeff Parker mentioned well, this on Twitter like I saw why him say that boner to kill everyone in Gotham it's one of those it's like New York City Gotham represents everything why? that is good and that is bad well, this about is the other America. thing where like 
the, the, the trailer, whoever cut the first trailer for this Man. movie together, it deserves all the fucking awards. Because Seriously. they really made it seem it was going to be like an Occupy political movement. Yeah. Which there's a little bit of overtones. Yeah. Catwoman is the most politically motivated character in the whole movie, where she yeah. is kind of like, I just steal from people who can afford it. Yeah. But like, Bane is completely disconnected from that. He yeah. says he's going to hand Gotham back to the average citizens. It turns out he doesn't care about the actual political ramifications yeah. of what's going on. He just wants to help Talia blow up. Well, the, is it is the, it his whole thing where he's like, people need hope, and that makes their final death all the sweeter? But it's still, like, that's just a, I'm trying to think of something. That's just a way something. to draw out the plot, but that doesn't, yeah. like, the Joker... That's why Harvey Dent was such a great character. Oh, Harvey Dent was a great. You character. can understand where he comes comes from. He gets yeah. so bro- uh, broken hearted. The fact that like, although the one weak thing about the Dark Knight is the fact that like, Harvey Dent just doesn't put a fucking bullet in Joker's head because Joke the Joker is the whole reason why he's sad and why he goes crazy. Yeah, and saying well he's so crazy he doesn't kill the Joker. Which is that's kind of bullshit. Whereas in this movie, but that would also be like totally narratively limp. I know, but that emotionally that. That's yeah. the one thing with Dark Knight emotionally just doesn't quite make a lot of sense. Yeah. Narratively, it's better that if he doesn't kill the Joker because there's more shit going on in the rest of the yeah. movie. In this movie, in, in The Dark Knight Rises, there's a lot more... This the, the basic plotting and stuff feels a lot sloppier than the first two mm-hmm. movies. This feels more like they were just trying to get the third movie done and out there. Sure. Not to say that like Christopher oh, yeah. Nolan and his buddies didn't care, but I don't think they paid him as much attention to pacing and plotting in detail yeah. as they did with, the, uh, especially with the last movie, because that was such yeah. a big I really do feel like a broken rent record because this is what I said about all the major movies this summer. Yeah. But I just wanted to go have a good time no, or yeah. just punch each it other. It's a good time though. But for th- almost a three hour long movie, it does kind of start wearing a little bit thin in the middle. Oh yeah. Well, that's how I felt about all of the Batman movies, even the last one that I really liked. Yeah. There's a part in the middle where I really want there to be an intermission and like some piano player playing the the rise chant yeah. or something <laughs> as I go to the bathroom and you know come but back. Seriously, like I almost wish they had had time to read, just do a handful of reshoots and stuff, and actually make it uh, the actual the reason why the villains are doing what they're doing because of class warfare thing, and that would be so much more tied in the times right now. Do you and think... give them justification for what they were doing that the audience could really understand? And it would ask like the idea of Gotham's population, not not just a couple bad guys moving yeah. in and causing havoc, but something that actual giant chunk of bot, uh, Gotham's population could actually believe in, which would actually put him against the people he's trying to save, because he's the richest guy in fucking town. Here's my counter That would have been, so, just the extra little, that would have been such a nice little, mm, little twist really of the knife there, Do you really think they're going to make a $250 million movie? If anyone could have done that, it could have been Christopher Nolan. I don't think that they would sign that check. I know, but like, that's... They never ever would have signed that check. That would have been the hell whole movie. That movie was uncomfortable enough. Like, I'm sitting through that movie. I don't only think they were able to make it as uh, implicit a sort of statement as it was. It feels like maybe that was in there and they kind of left a little bit of that Christopher for... Nolan Yeah. It feels like that may have that been in there at check. some point. Maybe some more of that, but it got cut back and whatever left was like kind of left yeah. with Catwoman. Because Catwoman, that's part of her agenda. She's fucking pissed yeah. just about everything. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, Bane, I was kind of bummed at Bane, especially because they, they kind of trumpet him. They, and, and he kind of seems like kind of a revolutionary kind of guy. Yeah. So he's not really I know, and he has all these all these soldiers who are so devoted to him. And yeah. The, is the fire starting? Like that whole thing. Yeah, like, that Bane, was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that idea of a character that compelling, it, it, it did and not. And I like the idea that him it. as a character is devoted to Frenchy Face. Yeah. Yeah. I can't French remember. Was, I can't pronounce her name. But her motivation is, I just competed in my father's work. And your father's work was fucking stupid, lady. Yeah. Like, even if, like, <laughs> the thing was, like, even if she wanted to help, like, clean energy. I don't know. There's there's other ways you could have made that, like, 
the the villain's motivations more interesting. And they just I'm gonna say it. it. I'm gonna be the jackass who say it says it. It's a Batman movie. Yeah, the villain funny. wants to blow everybody up. If that's if that's my biggest complaint for all these three movies slapped together is the villain's motivations for the last movie is not that interesting. Then boo fucking who. I'm glad the rest of the movies are as good as they are. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not saying it totally ruined my my enjoyment of the film. It's just like. If they had just gotten that part right, I think the whole rest of the movie yeah. really would have clicked together, yeah. especially with all the Wall Street stuff. Man, I really and... liked how Anne Hathaway, how Catwoman's goggles were her ears. <laughs> that was such a great little thing. I love it. Like, with <laughs> her on her bike with her ass sticking up in the air, the leather clad, or uh, like, Start. Wait, what's what's her outfit made out of? I can't remember. Spandex clad ass. She has yeah. the, like, and she's firing yeah. rockets. Yeah. You know, she's trying to clear out the tunnel. It's like her butt sticking. I out. know. They, there were like a, a lot of loving shots, like three quarter rear shots of that motorcycle. Foley was explaining to me that that motorcycle is actually a real motorcycle that Dodge or somebody developed it a couple of years ago. But they had it was just a test bike because it can't turn. <laughs> well, the no, wheels sure. are so well, that's wide. Why it's designed so like it's only it can't even turn as mic. much as it does in the movie. Yeah, because it's. It's just designed to go very fast in one direction. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love that. That's one of the like faker shots in any of the Batman movies. Is yeah. when suddenly like the wheels like start turning. I love that was such degrees. a stupid Which, thing. I mean, but it was it so great. I always crack up because it's such a ridiculous thing to happen. I know. I just that's the one time where it obviously turns into a CGI effect. Oh yeah. Well, I like the fact the only reason the bat, the flying thing in this movie even yeah. exists, is just so Batman can fly far away enough with the yeah. bomb at the end. Because there's no reason for him to actually have a yeah. flying machine. Yeah. Any of this. If he had a flying machine, the the, the, the the last movie would have been over in 10 seconds. I also loved but... the bus full of children and Joseph Gordon Lovett staring at a nuclear blast. <laughs> what? what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Superman. I'm just going to stare at this nuclear blast and, you know, maybe just have the shape of this mushroom cloud you know, burned into my retina for the rest is, of my eyes. Harry Knowles fucking hates it. Oh, yeah? And, no. you know, Harry Knowles fucking hates it. You know that Christopher <laughs> Nolan did something right. <laughs> I read just a little bit of his fuck Harry Knowles ranting about this movie, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? Fuck Harry Knowles. This is a great movie. It was yeah, a good I time. With it. I mean, you know, it was it was silly, but it was a good time. You know." And but yeah, if he if he was actually serious about his plan to give Gotham back to the people, that could have been interesting. Uh, I'm glad that uh, Peter Baelish got a moment in the film. Oh yeah, Peter Baelish shows long enough of long that enough was to distracting die. and shit. Uh, one of the guys from the state. Tom, I don't know the. Correct me if you don't know his name. Thomas Lennon. Thomas Lennon oh, is you, great. You added this to say Thomas Lennon built Reno 911. I just he know him plays from the, state. the gay sheriff in Reno 911. I can't short take little... that guy. That again, where a casting thing kind of knocked me right out of the movie because I was expecting yeah. him to go. Like, bee, bee, bee. I know he is a fantastic guest part in um, the League. Yeah, he's a fantastic guest part in Archer. What the hell is up with him? Like. Batman, well, I love, like, the, his doctor scene actually confirms that Bruce Wayne is all fucked up. Like, yeah. like all this, he's got concussive, like, brain scarring, all that yeah. stuff. But I like, like, that really drives home that, like, Batman ain't fucking around yeah. with his fucking cane and stuff. Yeah. And I, that leads to the scene where suddenly, like, uh, Bruce Wayne's got cybernetic knee joints things yeah. that actually let him fight like old Batman does. Yeah. Well, I I was kind of bummed that never gets addressed, like, in the rest well, of the And then the when he's, he's in the pit, he just does a bunch of push-ups. That's true. How was he even going to turn? Yeah. But what, it's a Batman it's because, movie. It's because that doctor is really good at spine punching, Bill. I'm just saying, you're a new man after he smacked you in the spine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and me, I was I was raised in 
Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and my favorite thing about the movie, really, I'll I'll love the Dark Knight Rises just for this. As soon as Batman turns to sh- or the Gotham turns to shit, it turns into Pittsburgh exclusively <laughs> yep. for the rest of the movie. Uh, yeah, as soon as the snow starts to fall, oh man, I just love. And the funny thing is, downtown Pittsburgh. It's like half the size of downtown Portland. It's like maybe ten blocks across its oh, widest really? point. And so oh, in the movie, no if like if you know Pittsburgh, you'll see like there's all these like five minute long chase sequences where they're going past the same three buildings over and over again. Yeah. But it was great to see like uh, Commissioner Gordon hanging out in an alley where I once had a hot dog while on a lunch break or something, yeah. or like oh yeah, oh there was a Batmobile. If he just makes a, a, a makes a left there, he'll be down at Ides, the comic book shop. And the, the the steps of City Hall, mm-hmm. where like everyone's riding, right yeah. where you know Bat Bane gets fucked up at the Man. end. That is a block away from Phantom of the Attic in Oakland, uh, Pittsburgh, where uh, that was my uh, comic book shop where I went to all the time. I really loved that sequence where the cops are marching on City Hall, and the dude he shows up in his dress blues after Commissioner Gordon gave shit yeah. about it. That's another character you get rid of the movie, and you wouldn't necessarily like yeah. just just to cut down time. To the well, movie. that dude was also the one casting decision in this whole movie that I did not like. He's a he's a director cut character yeah just like like the blonde chick she's kind of a director's cut character well they're not bad but well i would i would argue the blonde chick she's such a little at part and no her yeah. little but part matthew modine gives enough his whole arc is but, yeah. that's not bad it has a little extra texture and get to get to see cop well, stuff that of, isn't just jogo yeah i'm calling jogo. Jiggles. jiggles jiggles is such a better acronym come on oh man but i do like you know they turned that what wayne manager Wayne Manor. Wayne Manor to old school for uh, for boys. Though I guess he's gonna keep on doing Batman shit like right downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing. It's like no one touch anything. Really, nobody. Don't don't pull that candlestick in the library, guys. Don't fucking like play four notes on that piano, please. (laughs) Please. You're gonna be really freaked out. Um, so how did how did Bruce Wayne have time to modify? It's, he says Bruce Wayne hasn't modified his will, but he modified his will and he knew Jiggle's real name, which apparently is Robin. By the way, <laughs> that was such an awkward. That's one thing I love that you know that they yeah. put that in there because like oh they finally they put Robin to, in the movie. They had to make it that explicit though because there's gonna be the mouth breather in the back row. I was like I don't know why he in the back cave. <laughs> Oh, his name's Robin! Sweetie, sweetie, I got this. Look at this. It's gonna be great. He got geek clearance to be in there. Dear Robin, he okay. If he was a normal cop guy, fuck that guy. Oh, speaking of geek clearance, I could not believe this. So literally, the movie ends... The first credit rolls. Oh, yeah. The dude in front of me feverishly pulls out his cell phone and and pulls up his like like Settlers Catan or whatever he's playing and rapidly does his action point stuff and like for feverishly for about two minutes and sticks it back in his pocket. It's, it was totally. He was playing. playing he's playing the game. Mm-hmm. I think maybe he's gonna take a photo no, 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 of the no. screen or something. Oh no! Like that. It was like he, clearly he's sitting to this whole movie. It's dying. three hours of not playing this exactly, game. Exactly thinking like oh, shit. Do you know how many turns I could do during this three hour movie? <laughs> and like he could not wait. He was just like as soon as the credits roll, he's like, okay, okay, I gotta sign these actions. All right, all right. It's all good, guys. It's all good. Batman over. Now I can play. Now I can build another level in Tiny Tower. You know? <laughs> no, but no. Like I said, like like I like as a standalone movie, that movie. 
I think that's even then more of an interesting movie than it is initially a great movie or yeah. even like a really good movie. The second one was the best. But as a part This one I'd say was second best. And yeah. I'd say ba- it's, it was better than Batman Begins. But as, as all three movies glued together, they're I amazing. Think that's great. Yeah. It's a huge accomplishment. It's a huge it's accomplishment. A third, it's the third installment of a superhero trilogy that doesn't suck balls. Just by that self, that is monumental by itself. <laughs> Holy shit. And he's a guy who managed to like write and direct three of his own superhero movies. Yeah. And he told an arc that ends, they're not going to make five more of these yeah. goddamn movies or anything like that you know yeah. it just it's a huge accomplishment <sighs> it really is good for you christopher nolan i'm really do we know what his next movie is gonna be has he talked at all about his next movie? oh somebody actually uh feedback because christopher nolan is oh oh that's right um uh sid said that um he, he wants to do a howard hughes movie and sid made the inevitable joke that um or in, in, in true statement that um if only leonardo dicaprio could reprise the role oh that'd be hilarious just yeah leonardo dicaprio just makes uh those movies you know just every 10 years until he dies yeah um, Which I'm totally down for. Which you already made a little bit of a Howard Hughes movie with, uh, you know, in this movie, little they make jokes, Howard Hughes jokes about, you know, what's his name, Larry, Bruce Wayne. Oh, but Bruce Wayne, in yeah, he's like peeing in jars, the three foot fingernails. Anne Hathaway. I like the fact that Anne Hathaway. The only stupid part about her is her stupid fucking boots, little serrated, he high heeled shoes. Even then, I'm gonna point out again, it's a movie about a dude who dresses like a bat to fight crime. But that's you know, I though, thought that was kind of great. I'm still impressed by how. Catwoman in the first in the Batman Returns twenty years ago. I can't believe that movie came out twenty years ago this summer. Yeah, but that was actually I kind of like that character too. I'm glad to see in the two major uh, Bat Catwomans that have been uh, in one of the you know theatrical release Batman movies. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see neither of them and have been not too terribly fucked up. Yeah, like they're still you know they're emotionally and psychologically fucked up, but like not so over sexualized with their tits hanging out. I mean, there's we're still hot chicks wearing skin tight. It was really outfits, funny to watch this movie cuz my my Foley who has never batted an eye at Anne Hathaway just over the course of that movie developed the biggest giant crush on well, Anne, Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. She's doing shit in this movie she's never done in a movie before. She's amazing. She's always, yeah. In every movie she's ever been except for isn't there a movie where she's a junkie like a recovering junkie or something I like that so. came out a couple years ago yeah. like rediscovering It makes me or really want to see an, her um, in an action movie just on her own. But yeah, when she, she did a lot of those she stunts. drops her voice down and just like actually just the fuck you Mr. Wayne. Like, yeah. like that's like oh man, she's actually she's a badass. Yeah. yeah, I really want to see an, an action movie with Anne Hathaway. Although her like I I like the fact that that she has a character arc that isn't just like I'm a I'm a woman and I like to steal. Oh no, blah, blah, it was blah. totally the fact that she was a woman was a, a, a thing that she used to reach her, make her ends. That whole scene in the bar that was great from start to finish. Well, I love how she like oh, oh, well, how quickly she goes in and out of that yeah. too. Where, like within the shot, she'll be like, oh, super badass. She sees a cop. She's suddenly like, oh, help me. As soon as the guy turns around, she's just like, Bleh. she's just totally like back into like strutting Catwoman. I'm like. Damn! It was, I was so like, great. Like, is that like CGI or it something? It was like so that? great, man. Um, Anne Hathaway. I but, uh, feel bad forever doubting. Her gimmick, though, is like she wants a her Facebook profile deleted so no one can see it. Like, <laughs> well, she come wanted on. her record deleted. And everyone points out that you can't, there's nothing like that exists. And Bruce Wayne's like, I can It's a movie out. about a man who dresses like a bat <laughs> to fight crime! Oh, Jesus Christ! Like, seriously, dudes. <laughs> I 
loved about it was a very mannered oh. voice. It was a very mannered voice. No, it's kind voice. of aristocratic, or it's very yeah. kind of it's very plumy, plumy, plumagey. Yeah. But he's a big monkey gorilla man. Yeah. yeah. I also like the implication that everyone believed him. This guy with a proper British accent, who very, speaks very properly, was born in a pit. <laughs> It's like, what is it like that one like district of Boston where everyone has a British <laughs> accent because of like the their descendants or well, whatever? Also, where the pit is because like I guess they filmed it in India. Yeah, everyone assumes it's a mid east. That's the town where they filmed the fall. Oh, like but... where all the with all the. Oh, because like off in the distance, he walks yeah. away. It's all the blue topped buildings. Yeah. I remember seeing yeah, that. This, I haven't seen the, the fall, paint but that I they... know that's in there. Yeah. Oh, that's the paint from the fall. Yeah, because in the fall they wanted this shot with this blue paint, so they oh, bought blue hilarious. paint for all these people's houses. But uh, I guess somebody, I guess part of the production said that's supposed to be the reason like Bruce Wayne is able to get from there to Gotham so quickly at mm-hmm. the end of the movie is because that's actually like within the canon of the world that takes place in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? That's kind of stupid. Oh yeah, the pit is in yeah. Who gives a fuck? It's it's in a brown place with foreign people. I love that. It's like this is that kind of Hollywood mentality. It's brown people, dark hole. We don't. It could be actually just two hundred miles outside of LA. Yeah, it could be on the other side of the world. It's not white people, so we don't got to worry. You know, about I'm so it. excited. I was letting Bill talk for a minute talking Twitter because I'm a terrible co-host. And um, our bro, Brendan Adkins, who I love for many reasons, oh, one of no. which is that he has as much of a boner for Tom Hardy as I do. Um, he just tweeted, okay, so Legend of Korra is exactly as Korra as everybody Korra Korra, which what? is the cre- correct response to Legend of Korra. Oh, is he flipping out about the show now? Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Good on him. I, I spent a while uh, thinking about this on the way home. So, uh, you know, we were talking about Anne Hathaway's The Perfect Mary Poppins. Yes. So what you do, you get this cast to make a Mary Poppins remake. If you have to make a Mary Poppins remake, which I don't want there to be, but if you have to, you get this cast, everybody in this cast. You get uh, 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 Christian Bale to play Bert because he could actually do a real English accent. He could, and he can dance. Thank you, news. But he would be the oldest, most cadaverous, most <laughs> fucked up, angry Bert. It wouldn't yeah. be like the cute, happy Bert. No, but it'd, it'd be, be like, like actual Bert. He would still sing those same songs and kind of be singing and dancing. He's been chimney sweeping for 20 years. But yeah. he would be doing out of a source of rage, not yeah. like children's <laughs> enjoyment. And you get Mr. Banks, the head of the family, is yeah. Tom Hardy. And <laughs> his wife actually... is Tali Al Ghul. Oh, man, that would actually be really great, The Bill. kids, I don't know, you just get a couple of the orphans. Oh, you get a little girl. <laughs> Who played little baby Tommy There we go. And, you get and then the, the lead orphan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, you get Gary Oldman. He plays the old commander who fires oh, the, yes. the cannon. Okay, Bill, here's my question for you. Who would Michael Caine be? Oh, Michael Caine would be the guy. The laughing guy? Yes, the laughing guy. Or just the one. Bill, Bill, I'm so sad that this isn't real you now. All those characters like singing those songs oh, and everything, but man. it's all like Anne Hathaway being like, except when she gets pissed off in Mr. Wayne, she just turns on us like, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I also like that you keep calling so- Christian Bale Mr. White. <laughs> Mr. White! Whatever! Man, that was the... Man, Dark Knight Rises is the most fucked up uh, Empire of the Sun sequel ever. <laughs> Bill, Dark Knight Rises was really terrible Mary Poppins fan fiction. <laughs> and we're done. All right, everybody. Thank you once again for joining us here at the Boy Howdy Podcast. You're wasted. Uh, still, if there's... You know, if we keep on going for another half hour, this will be almost as long as the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, friends. Thank you so much for listening. Um, as always, you can tweet at us. We're at Boy Howdy Podcast. You can yell at us at Howdy at BoyHowdyPodcast.com. We are BoyHowdyPodcast.com in general. If you're so inclined, feel free to leave a little uh, iTunes review. 
Yeah. Um, maybe recommend um, a friend uh, listen to Boy Hide Podcast who doesn't mind sudden abrupt <laughs> shifts in sound output. Um, thank you, the Portland Mercury, for giving a shout out. Thank you, uh, Bobby Roberts, for yeah. pimping us that thank way. You, Bobby. Um, we love you, Bobby. Annie's not going to be here next week because she's... Star Trek. You guys talk about Star Trek. I'm going to freak Annie's... out about mortgages. You're going to put a ma- mask on your face. <laughs> that... Masturbate thinking about Tom Hardy? It's it's fil- yeah, instead of, like, instead of uh, pain-killing gas, it's just the scent it of Tom Hardy. It just smells like Tom Hardy, <laughs> which I'm sure is like whiskey. Oh, no, what you do is you buy that actual mask off of eBay. There we go. You're just huffing Tom Hardy. Okay, this is a quick story I have to tell. When I think about this... This is what I think of. You touch my friend, yourself. No, no, no. When I think my, I, a friend of mine, his very first job was working in a construction site, and part of the demolition they did, they had to wear these rebreathers. Oh, no. And this is his very first job, and this guy, this grizzled old construction vet, looks at him and goes, now you're going to have to smell the, wear, wear these rebreathers that they give us, and we all share them, and I just got to tell you right now, it smells like bad pussy. I'm going to put this on and it's terrible because you spend hours just smelling bad pussy. It's the worst thing. <laughs> this is my friend who is very, very gay, by the way. And he's like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to smell pussy bad or good. He puts on the mask and he's standing there breathing for a second. He's like, I don't know, it just smells like coffee, like stale coffee. And he thinks about it and he realizes that what you smell when you're wearing this is your own breath. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, that was my terrifying anecdote. That's the stinger at the end of our film. Everybody. That'll have to keep us until two weeks when you come back, you know, after, after our Star Trek That's right. Y'all will miss me who will tell these terrifying <laughs> anecdotes. All right, friends. I'll see you in two weeks. Bill will see you next week. Talk about Star Trek. <laughs>